What's going on here? The fuck is going on indeed? We all look like Bond villains here. Onto this we have, to- have returns. Yes, we have Blofeld over there. We have uh, the Immaculate Hawk. And we also have the Filmmaker. <laughs> Yes, yes, you, he's a, he's a deaf mute, but he uses, uh, film in order to take out his crimes, uh, uh against, uh, espionage from around the world. I can't go over his resume. He is quite also the cook from what I hear. And here is the chief of the mastermind, number one, the Fisher King. Hello, Fisher King. How's everybody doing on another episode of the Dead Kids of Eric? I'll just do my Vincent Price throughout this entire three hours. Um, Who's making the cat cameo? What's the name of the, the, the kitty? Her name is Zoli. She's about 11, 11 years old. Yes. Very cool. Yes. So happy to be here. She's yeah. always on camera, like every show. Kitty's like, is that Ozzy Davis? That is <laughs> Is Lieutenant Dan doing surgery? That's how he lost his legs, yeah. He's got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. No legs. Lieutenant Dan! Made of titanium alloy. My cool Lieutenant Dan's got brand new legs. <laughs> now we can dance the jig. Mm. You know, Robert Zemeckis is actually a fucking good director. Of course he is. Why would you... Uh... Nobody said he wasn't. Uh, no, but sometimes I, I get lost in the pantheon of like so many and it's like, oh yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh yeah, the Back to the Future trilogy. It's like shit. You know, it's like so many amazing fucking movies that he's done. Bam. Um, Beowulf. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but 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 uh, the umbrella um, mafia right there, I think, is uh, music video waiting to happen right there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, it and it's so sh- sh- shiny outside too. So you're half waiting for them to do a musical number. Yeah, no, that looks like that. That, that definitely looks like um some like eighties like new wave kind of thing going on. Like I'd expect that in like a Devo video. The golden retriever is the lookout. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Especially with that haircut right there. That's very. That's very. She belongs in a band. Yeah. And her too. That's what I'm saying. 
like those videos with like the goth kids partying under a bridge and they're all just like dance hardcoring. Yeah, exactly. Like like yeah. the old school like oh god, that was like first wave of like viral videos there with all like, the yeah. cyber goth kids dancing the like cyber, yeah, the whole cyberpunk vine or was that before vine? No, nah, that was before vine. That was yeah. That was like the first. That was like the that that was going around the MySpace days in uh-huh. I miss the MySpace days. It was nice when you could actually customize your fucking page and make you feel a little more person, you know, character driven. But Facebook, oh, yeah. it, Facebook is okay. MySpace. I feel like I feel like Corin Nemec's MySpace page would have been like just Bauhaus playing on a loop, like Mister just. He just because he's such a fucking nerd. Yeah, I think Zuckerberg should have took notes from Tom. He was my friend. Yes, was my he friend was all too. of our friends. He was everybody's. He was everybody's friend. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg looks, is definitely not anyone's friend. Looks like a little, uh, little rendezvous by the water. Uh, Dude, it's fucking going? terrifying. See that picture of him? He looks. He actually is turning into Lovecraft. <laughs> Who? Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely a lizard person for sure. Yeah. Ah, here we go. All of a sudden, Gary Sinise says, "So, uh, do you have sixteen candles on your birthday cake today?" Uh, I was, I was about to say, I was like, this, this could have, I mean, like, straight out of the Breakfast Club, pretty much. Molly Ringwald just. I I know she's definitely older than when she did uh, Sixteen Candles, but I mean she almost seems exactly the same age. So does it look like she aged? Aged? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that that brunette hair, that that wig ain't fooling anybody. We know. Yeah, we know. I I just watched Jeff Lieberman's uh, Squirm just recently, and I'm getting Squirm vibes right now. Oh, oh. Look at that mm-hmm. sunshine behind him. Hey, that's for Jeff. That's for Jeff. Blue sunshine's a good one. Classic. Most dangerous. Tell me. Dude. Have a break. She's smiling. She's into Lieutenant Dan. We know right. where this is going to go. Man in uniform. Everybody loves a man in uniform, Alex. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but women like him even better when they're out of uniform, if you know what I mean. Well, you know. Oh my! Alex. Sometimes we tell them to keep the uniform on. Well, well hey, with, with those kind of guys, they're standing at attention, even if they're sitting down. <laughs> well, I mean, the way he's got that shirt unbuttoned in the front, you can tell he's down, right? Heck yeah! Like, you don't you don't approach anybody with that many buttons undone on your button up shirt without being like, "I am prepared. I am ready to." That is yeah. a sign, yeah. What, what what that tells me is that his flagpole is at full mast, not half. That's what I'm mast. saying. Like at least three quarters, at yeah. least three quarters. He's like, but but I mean, right. I mean, may, maybe out of respect of you know, you know her being all alone and vulnerable, maybe it's a little less. But uh, I think nah, it's nah, at full mast. <laughs> nah, dude, the way he held her chin just there, he's full, full one hundred percent mating mode. Like. Yeah. And 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 the poor geeky guy who's trying to look cool is all by himself while the girl he he likes is going for the guy with no legs. That's what I'm saying. Like Parker Lewis has got his like uh, leather jacket on. He's all goffed up. He's upset. You know. 
fucking hey, come on. over here talking to yelling about how mad he is that she won't fuck him. You know it's like, hey, I got the leather coat. I'm cool now. You should be with it me. Takes more than a leather coat nowadays. So. Hey, I don't like that. I mean, heck, when I was in high school, I got a leather coat just for the chicks. You got to no. unbutton I got a bunch three, of biker dudes calling gotta, me up. But you got to have at least three buttons on your shirt unbuttoned or it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, see, at least this that? one's chest shown. You're good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, Gary Sinise knows. He knows. Yeah, get, that, that's why he's not right playing now. tonsil hockey. Mooching, yeah. Then fucking Waldo the Weirdo is going to catch him and he's going to go, oh. I'd be like, hey, excuse me, can I have a threesome? <laughs> I wonder if in the book she was black hair or if it was legitimately because nobody could get their head out of the 16 Candles. You know, John Hughes era of her look. She was so known for that. The red hair. I'm very vague. I'm very vague. The details are real vague. Um, on what I remember of the book, but I want to say that that was probably a conscious decision on their part to be like, okay, yeah, no, we, she can't have red hair. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, 100% agree. Like, why? I don't think anybody could dissociate Molly Ringwald from the John Hughes movies if she had red hair in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I true. can't even dissociate her from it now. She has brown hair. Like, you know. It would be, like, character-wise, because, like, they kind of cast, like, certain hairstyles and colors for the certain type of personality. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, uh, yep, it's alive and caught, caught her in the act. Oh, uh, that that's not a happy guy. No, his his flag is at 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 bottom mast at this point. It's like an any. He feels yeah. He feels no. He he feels emasculated. No, his boner is engorged, but it's full of rage. (laughs) It's engorged with rage. (laughs) He has a fury, fury erection. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to work on this bike to get out of my aggression. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the cool guy. He's playing the parts. I. Yeah, dude, he's it's such a weird him being a biker dude. Such a weird vibe. Maybe bad casting. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah. well, Parker Lewis. I mean, well, Corn Nemec, whatever you want. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I love him in Parker Lewis. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I know he's fantastic in Parker Lewis. He's really good in this too. It's just uh, wow. he plays the part really well because he is supposed to be that kind of like incelly nerdy. Why won't the the girl like me? Yeah. It's her fault thing. Like that's that's his whole kind of shtick. And I mean, down the line a little bit in this, we'll see that that pays off uh, very badly for everybody because he decides to do some bad stuff. Always. Oh, uh, ooh, he gave her a little peck in the cheek. It's all yep. good. You yep. just broke my heart, but it's all good. Dave Magoo move. I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta learn, you gotta know when it's just time to like fucking cut your losses, bro. Like, stop, stop. You're, you're embarrassing yourself at this point. Stop. You just saw her tongue like inspecting the back of his head. Like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, it's just like to enrage him more. Like, you know, that's gonna piss you off. Like. It's and dumb. he's like, get away, I'm going to make all my sexual frustration into this bike now. I mean, I feel like this is like a really relatable character. Like, I feel like everybody has known a guy like this at some point. 
Just yeah. that guy that just, for some reason, thinks he's the fucking hero of the story and is in love with a girl that doesn't love him back and it's not her fault and he just makes it really fucking uncomfortable for everybody around him. <laughs> hey, it looks like it's cleanup in Las Vegas. Finally. I feel, per- I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. I didn't mean to attack you, sir. Oh no! Trash can in. Time to wake up. Classic. classic. I I I think he had uh, uh, Max Headroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you did yeah. there. Well played, sir. I try. I try. I feel. I feel like he should. I mean, just a guess, but. Maybe he should not have tried to insert his penis all the way in the nuclear weapon. Um, hey, listen, if you're going to go, you might as well go out with a bang. This feels like the beginning of a Talking Heads music video. <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> that. Like that, that part, like, though. Oh. You forgot that part. You weren't here. No, but I guess vicariously, somehow I picked up on it. All right, fair enough. Okay, I'm sorry, but the outfit the guy on the left has, I mean, what the hell is That's he? style, man. That's, That's style? style? That's bad style. Miguel That's... Ferrer, is that his name on the right? Yeah, it's Miguel Ferrer. He's, he's uh, Randall Flagg's right-hand man, and the other guy's like, I don't even remember what his purpose was, but I am all about that robe. That yeah. is the kind of apocalypse shit I'd be wearing. Yeah, you'd be a robe if it went back to the apocalypse time. Should go back to the robes. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, man, full on Jim Jones, baby. Where's the Kool Aid? Uh, Come on, James. I think we all all know that when the post apocalyptic uh, happens, you're going to go with like the old leather, like codpiece, like Road Warrior. You know, man. Oh oh, no, you're fucking touche, sir. Touche. You got me. Yes. You got me. I will absolutely have a cod piece. I will not only have a cod piece, I will have nothing but a cod piece. Yes, yes, yes. It'll be the biggest cod piece known to man. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Just, just a marauder riding around on his motorcycle. For it will him. store all of my things. It will have my weapons, my snacks. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so, so what you're saying is your cod piece will actually be, in fact, your, a fanny pack. Yes. Only okay. in front of my crotch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Where's my juice box? Utilities. It's got. It's the end of the world. You gotta have utility. There he is. There. There's. There's. There's Denim. fucking denim tuxedo himself, the Canadian tuxedo man. Wait, is it called a cog piece or a cock piece? It's, cod. It's cod. Cod piece. Yeah. Cod so does piece. your penis go in it at all? Or well, no? I mean, it's like a cup. You know, it's yeah, like, it's like right. Also, like, kind of hugs it. Yeah, the whole package. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a mini bra for the testicles. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was just thinking, like, you I don't know where else to protect that shit. <laughs> Sometimes you need support, honey. Like the stuff that Kiss wears. Like, yeah, basically, yeah, like like black metal bands, Merciful Fate, yeah. Kiss, like that whole thing. I'm sure Freddie Mercury must have performed with them on multiple occasions. Not anymore. Basically, people that look like professional wrestlers. I definitely knew, like, of them, but I didn't know, like, the anatomy of it. Not and yet. also had to say it correctly, apparently. Yeah, hey, you know, learn something new every day here on Dead Kids Dairy. Damn right. And I still think it's wild that fucking Stephen King is so main that he made Satan 
dressed in a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> well, I, that's I mean, straight I, out of the I, book. Like he was like jean jacket, blue jeans, fucking black t-shirt. Just how you doing, guys? Um, my name's Randall. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that when Stephen King was growing up, he knew a guy just like him in a Canadian tuxedo. He grew up in Maine, dude. He knew everybody. Everybody wore a Canadian tuxedo. Even the moose. Was Even the cool. moose. Who had the radio show, Men from Maine? Oh, I don't remember, dude. They were so fucking funny. Uh, it, was, you know, it was a Boston radio station. I don't know if it was 929. But it was just like these two caricatures. They were very funny. Yeah. The wind just picked up. It scared me for a second. Lips <laughs> is coming. Come to me, youngins. I am going to bless this holy matrimony. I mean, I mean the, I mean the apocalypse already done came and went. They're they're just hanging out now. Now you treat this young woman right, okay? You make her an honest woman, you hear? No Eiffel Towers, no rotisserie chickens, (laughs) no dirty Sanchez's, no rusty trombones, all right? All right. No, 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 no bad pelicans either. No bad pelicans. Exactly. You shouldn't be wearing a shirt that color. (laughs) That green does not look good on you. But that, that that is puke green. Yeah, like it sounds like Regan threw up on it. I like that green shirt. I get down with that. That's very... It, it's a fashion decision. It's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. See, this is more my style. This is concubine? choice. Fiery red. That's what yeah, we're talking Satan's about. Yeah, concubine. See, now, now he dropped his Canadian tuxedo. He's sexual Satan. That's, that's what, what like, happened. All right, boys. Get the crimson... Uh, Get the crimson lights out. Let's get some blue light. <laughs> Doesn't he like have like the movie. funniest O face there? <laughs> that is. That's that was that was exactly what was happening. He was finishing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely meme worthy. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was effective looking. I'll give it to him. I had a good look. The well, it was, it was really. Ooh, is that Steven? That's, is that, Steven that is Stephen King? King. Look at him. I recognize that mouth anywhere. He's got He's that cocaine mouth. King. Doing. He's doing his obligatory appearance. Jock O'Kaner. Yeah. He's like, Making hey, sure hey, Laura, hey. Laura San Giacomo gets, gets to the devil. Hey, just, just to let you know that this, this, uh, this store, this stand is going to actually come to fruition in the future around 2020. This is getting you prepared. You know, this post-apocalypse scenery that we're going to be enjoying. Yeah. And that crow no. is actually my crow. I call him Crowy. 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 Do you have an eagle named Eagly? Yes. Yes. Like the Peacemaker. Has you have a daughter the... named Daughtery? Ah, uh, yes. He's a good go- daughter. And have a son named Sonny. The Godfather? Ran that into the ground. I feel like. Both of you did, Bill. Don't blame Alex. No, I feel no, like that, that was, that, that was, that was that a very was a, minimal effort. That, that was the perfect pile driver of just subliminal. Imploding, whatever the fuck. Heck yeah, Colorado, Colorado. It's so packed; the entire universe is right in one station. No, it's <laughs> they're, really- like, 
It's more like past that joint, buddy. I was funny. Funny thing about that little piece there of her like traveling across country, and they shows the pass in Colorado. The nod in the book is they pass the Overlook Hotel. Yeah, but they don't do that in the movie for whatever reason. Um, even though that'd be fucking cool as hell, they don't do it. No. What would be cool is if they pass the Overlook Hotel and all of a sudden Jack Nicholson comes out with an axe and goes after him. Hey, it's Johnny. Ah, that's never been his. That's never been his style. He he weaves the fiction into each other and all that, but it's all very clever. Like just little nods, nothing, yeah. nothing I mean, too on the face. Know, like, it's it's nice to see the landmarks. There's yeah, exactly. The but, you know, but the landmarks, you know, reappear. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of characters that interlock too. Like Sheriff Alan Pangborn is in a couple of things. You know, a couple of characters. The uh, Father Callahan from Salem's Lot is in a couple of things. Um, I mean, but what wasn't um, Annie Wilkes? Um, wasn't Annie the, Wilkes was in the, the Overlook Hotel? I was in there. I believe it, a, a connection mentioned several several times. The yeah. lawnmower is going by itself. Lawnmower man. He must. Ah! Be- We're simple, Jack. Where's Simple that's, Jack? That's the nod. It's another nod. Maximum overdrive. Maximum cocaine overdrive. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say maximum cocaine. More like it. I mean, uh, ooh, it's again. This show introduced me to the term as Scarface worth of cocaine. <laughs> nothing. Hey. This show created the term as Scarface worth of cocaine. Okay. Credit where credit is fucking due, my friend. Right. Just turn you. We don't. We don't create. We don't use other people's euphemisms. We create our own around here. And this is a truckload of maniacs. Yeah, this is a whole lot of bad times. That's bad times. In the apocalypse, usually when like four or five vehicles are rolling up on you, that's like they're trying to get something from you. You don't want to give up. If any of them are bikers, exactly, it's going to be an issue for you. Exactly, exactly. This is. I just don't. I'm not a fan of even seeing like multiple bikers. You know, when, when I'm in my car and there's like four, you know, just in front of me or behind me. Yep, that's like you're about five seconds from here, and some phrase like "I'm gonna butter your bread," um, <laughs> "swiggity swooty," "I'm coming for that booty," like you know, something, something bad's about to happen. Yeah, it happened. She ain't oh, gonna... man. oh, but this time, this time it's actually yeah, it's the uh, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but it's definitely supposed to mirror the biblical Exodus, mm. where where the the wayward children have found the promised land. Yeah, and sure. they'll also fight over it for another two thousand years, like they're doing in you know over there right now. <laughs> No, no, you don't see me. It's not me. Stay away from me. Man. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. It's not me. What are you talking about? Not me. It's not me. Nope, I'm not here. I am Satan's lover. What? What? Well, she called. No, that's 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 another very accurate book thing. She calls her out right away. She's like, "You don't belong here." Oh, really? Is she wearing a wig? Which one? Oh yeah, no, Lord. Oh, yeah, wearing a terrible wig. It's. That that gray hair thing, yeah. yeah that that's gray hair, I mean, that's just yeah, it's, fucking, it's fucking horrible. He has to be stressed, Phil. Very, mm-hmm. o- very obvious. You tell she has a hard life with hair like that. Both of them. 
She's had it rough. Oh yeah, rough. Yeah, that goes. Stephen King hung around all day. Hey man, I drove you up here. Kind of. I wonder if, Steve, if you're being an extra with Stephen King. I wonder if he's chatting with you or if he's you know, because everybody wants to talk to him. That depends if like you're actually being human with him or if you're being like a fan fan brain, you know. No, either way, he's a really good dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, from a young kid. I, I mean, I had family friends many, many moons ago that were friendly with the King family. They're and they're just good. They're they're good, solid people. I've yep. always heard good things about them. They're really, they're really good people. No matter if you go up to him and fangirl and squeal and whatever, he's he's a really good guy. That's I, really I, good to know. Once yeah, you know, yeah. and he has a. Beautiful, beautiful piece of property. Um, you know, in this time of year with Halloween pretty much right here, a lot of people actually love to, uh, you know, even just like drive by his house. I'm sure that probably drives them nuts, but you know, um, Bill likes to break in and steal silverware. No, I I steal one shoe. All types of wear. And he licks the silverware. No, I just steal one shoe. So he'll never ever know where the hell it is, and he's just gonna, he doesn't know if he's gonna have to hold on to that shoe or throw it. You are the and worst. After Bill. this, after this episode, we'll be contacted. psychological by mind games. He's put by, me through. By, I'm gonna put him through by Kevin. Uh, I mean by uh, by King himself. He's going to contact to say, you know, I've been missing my right shoe for years. I kept on buying right shoes, and they keep on disappearing. Now I know that Billy Coin has been stealing my right shoes. <laughs> Send you a bill and fuck up your life. A lot of money and shoes, Bill. I learned that. I learned that from Joey. From Joey Diaz. Stephen King don't wear shit shoes, brother. He wears good shoes for his feet. Nah, dude, he straight up wears New Balances. He doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you know, he's probably like, you know what? Yeah, I, 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 I just walk around, and he does. So you know, I mean, he probably wants just like a good. Decent shoe that he can walk around in. It's a, that's somewhat comfortable. He doesn't need like a fucking bloker. I mean, it's the guy, like yeah, the guy. Money. Trust me, the guy does not act like he's worth half a billion dollars. <laughs> I promise you, he's, he's really down to earth. And that's what I love about him. The kind of the simplicity, you know, of how yeah. that that small, you know, town yeah. lifestyle that you know he still keeps, and you know the, the way he works. I mean, it's just. Uh, it works for him. I mean, he's just, you know, just, just a real interesting guy. That's just that one. Nah, he's a great dude. He's a great yeah. dude. All around. He is a genuinely great dude, which is a rarity in our business. Yeah. Not to say, it, 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 it shouldn't be the exception to the rule, but it is. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's unfortunate, but you know. And he's so charitable. I mean, you know, with all the schools that he comes to, even in the Boston area, and you know, the, all the seminars that he does. I mean, mm-hmm. he really, really does love to give back to the arts. Talk about, you know, the ups and downs that he's been through. So you know, people can, you know, maybe learn from him. And it's it's wonderful that he's willing to do that because not many people, you know, have to do that if they don't want to. Very good. Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying, very smart, insightful guy, too, you know. But here we are in the high school gymnasium. Where everyone comes to hang out and and 
be one with each other. Uh, did everybody here watch Coach? When they oh were- yeah, I used to watch Coach. Yeah. Did you ever watch Coach? No. With Craig T. Nelson from Poltergeist. I just watched Poltergeist last night. Have you seen? You watched uh, Coach, right? Me, yeah, yeah. I mean, not in many, many years, but I remember like the reruns and syndication on TBS. You know, kind of back in the um, the nineties at some point. Yeah. Weird, good show, no. weird, weird element, weird vibe of it. That whole show is kind yeah. of the brother, Dick Van Dyke, Dick Van, or the Dick Van Dyke's brother, um, fuck, Jerry Van Dyke or something. Yeah, Jerry Van Dyke. <sighs> he's supposedly a dark dude. Oh yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's as dark as they get. Yeah, he's done some things, some things died, stuff, right? icky things. I think he just goes. I heard that Dick Van Dyke puts on actually one hell of a um, Halloween display. Personally, yeah. Well, yeah, cool. I believe it, dude. I believe it. I believe it, Bill. Why not? Well, it's Halloween, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll get stuff through like distortions, electronics, you know, and some of the other. Big boy, animatronic folks. He loves to scare. You know, he's, he's good. With with spirit, you know, Halloween store like any average Joe with a with a, a meager paycheck could go fucking all out and make a crazy front yard full of decorations. So the people with big loot really gotta really gotta go go that extra mile. Actual corpses, real, yeah, corpses. Well, that's the whole poltergeist, uh, you know, uh, curse coming towards you there. Bill, uh, what was it, that thing that we did, me and you, for the Halloween that year? That local thing. Yeah, the, the show? Yeah, that did, that, like that. Like, that was a big deal. Me and Bill did, like, effects for fucking somebody. I, think, I believe he owned a bank. I won't say which bank it was, but he was a local dude. And his whole, I remember... Like the weird, the area they gave us to chill in was like a resort. It was like when I went to Punta Cana, it was like just fucking like it was a beach right by. He had his pool and they had all the little, uh, what do you call that? With the next to the pool where the fucking the canopy over you, little cubbies. Well, he I had a chance to get away out of the land because I was stuck in the fucking tent the entire show. But yeah, I, I did this Halloween thing that a colleague friend of mine, Julie Lachane, recommended me for, and I needed a crew of people, and it was for this uh, uh, pop party that turned into like a silent party with like the headphones. It was like this. I peeped. I peeped in there. I looked in the way in the doorway, and this is what they were doing satanic shit like this. It was very, <laughs> very crazy stuff. Oh uh, well, what can you say? The rich are. Uh... Not the same like the rest of us. The process, the thought process is definitely different. Yeah. To say the least. That's a nice shot, the black and the blue. Oh, yeah, that is. And and it kind of looks like veins if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Very organic looking. Yeah. And that's just, you know, very symbolic, too, because she's uh, fucking off to be with the devil. Well, Gary Sneese has given his massive uh, togetherness speech. Yeah, I'm. I'm just waiting for you know Forrest Gump to suddenly show up, like Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, it's your pal Forrest. Forrest well, this Gump. is like 
What? This is like right before or right after Gump. It was supposed to be before, I would say. It was before Gump. Gump was 95. Gump was what, like 93, 94, I think? Maybe 93? It was 95, but I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, I think okay. it was 95. I think it was 93, if I remember correctly. 94. You know, 90, 93 was the, the year of the dinosaur. Yeah, so it was either 94 or 95. I think it was 95 for the gum, man. This probably, I don't know if he would have done this movie after Gump. I feel like he, he reached a plateau as an actor with such a classy film and beloved film like Gump. He might not have came back around to do a TV Stephen King movie. Yeah, because, I mean, after Gump, I think he did like Apollo 13. Yep. And, 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 you know. And Planet. Yeah, Forrest Gump was July 6, 1994. Okay. Yeah. And. Yeah. Was, was Pulp Fiction 94 too? It was, I believe, yeah. Okay, so it was The Year of the Dinosaur, Pulp Fiction, and. Yeah. I'm actually Fulci oh. died in 1994, too. So. Yeah. Well, well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, there was the only that was like the only time I kind of followed the Oscars because I was obsessed with uh, Jurassic Park when it first came out. Everybody was, yeah, it'd be great. Everybody loved Jurassic Park. I don't know a single person on this planet that does not like Jurassic Park. I mean, I, it's I, I don't. I mean, well, if someone says that, or even like if they haven't seen it, I'm like seriously. I mean. That's but I, mean, I, I think it's a fucking classic. I mean, it's up yeah. there with like Jaws. So I'll, Let's I'll see. Say, oh yeah, you know, sure. Spielberg. Well, I don't know. I I heard that there was uh, protesters against Jurassic Park for the uh, mistreatment of the representation of carnivorous uh, dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, they were called paleontologists, and they got their own screening that they went to, and then they. Went on their little mm-hmm. boards back then, or whatever they called them in the nineties. Like, <laughs> well, let me say. It's like the, they're genetic beings. Oh, it's science fiction. It's not just you know pure. God. And what is Incel Ivan saying with his bolo tie? That looks terrible. Yeah. Who the fuck wears a bolo tie on purpose? J- Joe Bob Riggs. <laughs> that's the only guy on the planet that can pull. Only it guy on the planet that can pull it off is Joe Bob. That's, and that's as far as I'm concerned. That's all it. Yeah. The one man that can pull off a bolo tie on planet Earth is Joe Bob Briggs. Everybody else looks like a fucking moron. Yeah. Johnny Depp could pull it off, too. Well, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp can pull anything off. Yeah. He'd wear one because. Oh, man. He's different and quirky and weird. And he's such a, he's such a just right, out there renaissance man. So, of course, he wears a bolo tie. Like, fuck that guy. I have a question. Am I the only one that whenever you see Ozzy D- Davis, I want to uh, look to see if Bruce Campbell's there hiding out as, as, as Elvis? Davis is very sad that you automatically think of Bruce Campbell when you think of his career. You know what I mean? Uh, Bubba I Hotep. love Bubba Hotep. I'm sorry. I love Bubba Hotep too. Great movie. But he says. But you know what? He also gave the eulogy at Martin Luther King's um, passing. I mean, he's, he's really. Uh, a hell of a figure, actually, not just yeah. in the film, but in politics as well. Oh, she's reading a, oh, that's true. a sad letter right now. Go, go, Luther King to, to weed. I love that. That's a sad letter. I have a dream. 
And then I woke up. Once respect, Bill. Once respect. Then he woke up. Nobody wakes up. I had a dream. And it was a nightmare. Clark Kent and Clark Kent over here, dude. That's the guy from mm-hmm. Talking Heads. That's Jeff Kent. That's, that's not that's Clark's that's Clark's not as cool younger brother. <laughs> Jeff Clark Kent. Kent. That's him. He's finished. I can't say he's as cool as David Byrne. I don't know. I don't know if I feel he's as cool as David Byrne. I don't think he's so. Trying. He's trying. Yeah. Is he as cool as David Tennant? No, it's cool as David Tennant. That's a yeah. stupid question. There's a lot of background people there today. Fuck. That's yeah. extra. That's 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 an AD behind uh, behind the camera, just like mainlining caffeine. A lot of neck. Like, oh god, I gotta wrangle this. Just kill me. A lot of chicken was devoured that day. A lot of yes. cigarettes were smoked. A lot of Pepto-Bismol was consumed by the first AD. A lot, of apples, a lot of apples floating around. Yeah. That's what happens. Read this. Read. I farted. <laughs> That's what it says? I farted? Yeah. It's like the Joker. It's like Joker when he gives him the card. Yeah. I like that. That'd be a good look. That's more like a Joe Netter. Joe Netter. What's the possibility of the dude reading the card right there being alive right now? I think he has passed away. I might be wrong, but I think he is. He missed a few spin classes. Too many. I know Ray Walston has passed away. Mr. Mr. Hand. Like what, two thousand? Like many moons ago. Yeah. I, you know. Everybody on dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'll always be my favorite incarnation of the devil and damn Yankees. Yeah, I was gonna say he ever played Scrooge, he would have played a great Scrooge too. He may have actually at one point. Um, I loved him in Galaxy of Terror. Yeah. That's a great cast. Ah, there it is. I'm going to play my heart out to you, baby. Come back to me. Leave the devil behind. Because I'm the only man for you. About to be tempted. She's like, I I can't turn down. I'm sorry. I can't. You may be a good man, but the devil does that thing. You know? Yes, with his tongue. With his tongue. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, it's it's a, a lizard thing, you know? Yes. Yeah, it has yes, two, so he can get like all the spots. Yeah, it's forced, so he can actually do like the Texas tornado. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not even moving. Stop trying to turn me the on. Tornado. Stop trying to turn me on. It's working. I, this is scary. Ew. <laughs> we're crying. All hail Satan. Oh, I admit that Alex and I are both very attractive men, but. Billy. Yeah. Billy. 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 Split tongues are oh, six. I, I, I'm no, just waiting for I, her to give him the Texas tornado. I can't actually argue with that, Billy. You're not wrong. Oh, she's going down. Hard. That's the same wig that the girl in Ernest Gets Stupid has, actually, I think. Yeah. Which you lady. The exact same wig. Yeah. They just borrowed it. And, and the, the, the fucking... Jean suit, the Ernest outfit, doing a thing. Speaking of jeans and Ernest, and apparently the curse was the worlds would get dumber and dumber 
And, um, um, rest in peace. Jim Barney. Yeah. Okay. Like, I haven't watched that yet. This see, see, I can't blame her for turning this guy down because I couldn't take anybody in that vest seriously either. But he's like, he's got the, the gift of music and he can bring people, you know, transform their mind. Take the no, man, and... vest ruins it. You're wearing a vest and you don't have like a suit on, but you're wearing that sport coat vest. Nah, I can't get down with that. I don't respect it. Well, it's just weird, man. Play music in that vest like a Pied Piper. That's what I'm saying. You're wearing a vest and a t-shirt. Why? What, what do you yeah. got literally up your sleeve? What's going on there? What are you Dribbles. hiding? He's got gerbils. Uh, oh, wait, and there's fucking Incel Live and peeping, peeping Tommen on people again. Yeah. Come closer. I wanted you to meet my trouser snake. Yeah. <laughs> That's been this guy's like whole modus operandi for the entirety of this show. He's like, I really want to put my penis inside you. Why won't you let me? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I... And and of course he's like you know giving him a hand job right now. It looks like probably, probably, yeah. probably at least thumb in the t- the tip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we call it bang off an oven, honey. Bang off, man. Aren't they in the Midwest? Yeah, oh, but but oh, this is a Stephen Bang-Bang. King movie. Like corn, it's bang corn husker, no fucking corn husker, Indiana or some shit. Like I don't fucking know. Mm. Forgot the name of the town. For all we know, they're in Gatlin, Nebraska, in Vegas, right? Where isn't the final destination uh, Vegas or something? Vegas, yeah, Las Vegas is where the bad guys are hanging out. Yeah. They got blackjack and hookers, so they, you know, yeah. Come back here! I was about the to have some fun. Supply them with 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 food. Why do you throw her on the ground, though? Incels do weird things when they don't get what they want. Touche. Touche. He was like, you want it rough? I can be rough like Satan. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Let me toss you in the soft grass. (laughs) Don't mind me. I'm going to make love to my guitar. As as is custom. As, As one does. You're good, you do. Yeah, you can make beautiful music with the, the tip of your dick. Just... You can. He's a devil that gets a stern talk. I won't confirm nor deny that. <laughs> However. Now, now she's like, hey, I can help you with that full mast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of neck. A lot of neck. <laughs> you gotta know how to work the neck. You know what I'm saying? There's some girth in there. Be careful. Oh, see, see, if he can't have one, he'll have another. One likes my best. That was the worst kiss I've ever seen. With oh, his like face. <laughs> yeah, he's the only. She's the only one, man. <laughs> she's walking down the blue corridor. Appreciate that you got that one. <laughs> hey, Freddie, oh. home. She's going to the red door. What's behind the red door? Freddy. Cocaine, Freddy. Lots of cocaine. Cocaine. Steven, you're home? You got some cocaine? I've always thought this was like the final shining like magnum opus of Stephen King's cocaine years. 
because you have to be at a shitload of cocaine to write a book that this long. There's no way you can focus on one thing for that long unless you're doing some kind of chemical. Well, yeah, he was multitasking scripts when he was doing his coke phase. Yeah, but this thing's like, I mean, it's an absolute monster. It oh, is. it is. And it's, it's, I never read the book. I can only judge from the movie. The movie was, it's not that, you know, fast paced and exciting. You know what I mean? The book might be. No. Yeah, I don't think so. No. I mean, it of always, it, it just always came across as a mediocre movie of the, the week event. And it was so hyped because, you know, King has done some wonderful film adaptations. Uh, the marketing behind this, I remember, was huge, but it just, I don't think the critics, I think some critics did like it, but I think it just, it kind of fell flat, it felt like, when it came out. It was on TV. It, it, um, yeah. It's like got plot, it's got important plot points with very long stretches of, I mean, like, how much of sitting and talking have we been watching just today? Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? A lot of dialogue, a lot of dialogue. Oh yeah, and also a lot of characters. I mean, it's yes, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a a a book that has not only a lot of characters, but they go into every single character. So I mean, it's struggle well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have like let's say uh, thirty characters and and only. Five of them you focus on. Another thing is having thirty characters or more and focusing on every one of them. I mean, it's it's great as an actor if you get a small role and you have a character that actually you know has something to do, even though technically they're not important to the plot. But mm-hmm. you know, it still drags everything on. Along. I mean, almost every one of the characters has like a really beefy backstory. Yeah. Before it gets to apocalypse time and everyone's dead, like they explain where all these characters came from, which to be fair is very important to the overall narrative later, you know? It's not like it's just a bunch of threads that go nowhere. Right. Um they all have a purpose, they all have a point. Um but my fucking god, man, it can be it can be very daunting to read. You know? It's it's something you got to kind of like Commit to, almost. You're like, I made it this far. I gotta keep going now, like you know that kind of thing, because it can be a slog at points for sure. Yeah, people, there's there's an audience for this. Like, I, I never quite understood why people that love this love this so much, but I know that there is a part. I know there's a big part of people that don't love it, the opposite of love, actually. And then uh, I know there are people that love it. Oh, it's incredibly divisive. Yeah, as far as King King's work go, especially for this time, that's one of his most torn in opinions. You know what I mean? I I, I think especially for this time because this was very much still in the time when King could just do no wrong. Yeah, where everything he was coming out with was selling like crazy, getting rave reviews. Like the the rights to the script were bought before the he, the book even came out. Like he he was like that kind of gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're kind of in the King Renaissance now, where every where there's Stephen King projects coming out all the time again, and it's almost it's almost almost the gold standard of what like the 80s and 90s were for King. But yeah, man, like this this is one of those books where it's like it was one of the first books where people were kind of like. 
Eh, I think I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Because wasn't uh, Carrie the first film adaptation? Um, well, it was his first book, so yeah, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So, so by then, he's been going twenty years strong. You know, considering you know this was the early nineties, mm-hmm. and he hadn't really had a major goof. You know, besides Maximum Overdrive at the time. Yeah. Um, which is a genius, genius movie. Later in life. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's a genius movie that was it was created on a Scarface worth of cocaine. That I um, like it. I don't know what the money it made back. I don't know if it made back enough money to make anybody happy. I love these type of shots. Very. The camera's just like going around everyone's backs. Good brother, like yeah. It tipped the profit map, but it wasn't much. No, no. In this trance, he's like, bring me in, coach. Bring me in, Craig T. Nelson. Touch me. Touch me. What, Dauber? Nah, man. He was just, he just like crayons and ketchup, man. That's, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't the brightest fucking bulb in the, in the bunch. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because Jerry don't bring those young girls to my party no more. Yeah, exactly. He's like, what are you doing with all those ice cream cones? You keep those kids out of here. Oh, no. I'm regressing. I remember a time that Jerry Van Dyke had a party and he had his daughter dressed up as Sailor Moon. It was weird. Oh, dude. We're actually touching, getting pretty close to reality over there. Yeah, no, no, not too often. I've been pretty strong on reality with your psychic ability over there, Alex. Uh, hey, it's not my psychic ability. It's 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 Patrick's psychic ability. It's right not Mr. There. Hand, dude. Hand. You Sailor Moon. I actually have to revisit Princess Mononoke. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in years, and I forgot how fucking good that movie is. Have you guys ever seen Princess Mononoke? All right, like, yeah, yeah, you're, no, you're, I've you're, seen you're, Kiki's delivery service. Is that the same dude? Yeah, it's, it's all Studio it Ghibli. And Spirited yeah. Away, yeah. Yeah, Spirited Away. It's, it's all Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Yep. Love Spirited yeah. Away. No Face is, like, my favorite. I'm lost with all that, yeah. Spare it away. Come sail away. away <laughs> with me. It's American anime. Is it American? No. No. No, it's, it's Japanese as shit. It's Japanese. Not, not it's definitely all right. I know it's anime. My cousin likes it. I have a cousin that's into it. <laughs> I'm not super into it, but I appreciate the artistry involved. It's definitely not your atypical... It's not your typical anime by any by any means. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really I, like I can't stand anime for the most part. I, I really can't. I love the people that freak out. It's like it's not hentai. It's anime. There's a it's, pure difference. There's no tentacles going in holes in these ones. No, no. That's why I don't like it as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I saw oh. one hentai when I was a kid, and it was like. The superhero, he uh, made people have sex, and his name was Pee-Pee. So every time he would go, like, fly away, he'd be like, Pee-Pee away! It's fantastic. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it was called, though. The writer. Oh, I'm oh. judging. <laughs> Just saying. That's gross. Also, also <laughs> I, I, I heard, I mean, I haven't seen, but I also heard that some of it likes to go into, like, where, where you have, like, creatures with tentacles, like, you know, Doing un- unspeakable things to young maidens, 
And I'm like, ah, I, I don't see how, how that is erotic at all, but maybe it's just me. I think the one that makes me laugh the most was when Jaws did the parody and it was called Gums. Yeah. And <laughs> it actually stars Brother Theodore. Mm. Brother Theodore. I hear, I, it's like one of those films I've been trying to find not to watch for Billy once told me. Purposes what one would, once would think, but I'm just fascinated with. Billy once told me his favorite pornography. He just died and on the inside is uh, Bot Simpson and Marge Simpson having sex together. No! Don't! Don't! I'm just joking. He likes to watch the Futurama girl give people head. Hey, 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 put it this way. I mean, she does. Her head does kind of look like a peepee. I'm just joking. He likes to watch. Well, it. she is the one-eyed monster. That is true. He likes to watch. Yeah. No. Not just joking. I was playing. I was being kitty. You know. You know what I mean? Just fuck around. Just like that. Have to clean up the garbage. Just like the time, and I don't know if I should say it or not. Probably not, but go for it. Just like (laughs) when Fisher King and Hawk came over and raided my porn stash. I gotta, you know, I almost want to say that there might be a picture still floating around. I think think there is. Up a little something. (laughs) But back to. I think he just couldn't stand the fact that Rigor Mortis was setting in. Parker Lewis can't lose. He can't walk. He did. He just lost his lunch. He can't walk in a straight line either. He has addictions, guys. I'm sorry. Time to yeah, just throw the bodies away into the garbage. That was a transformer for a second. Switch oh, it. we can just throw dead bodies away this whole time? Shit. That's what the mob does. Yeah. Th- that. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> you know. Because when you die, you know you shit and piss at the same time. Oh yeah, your body has to excrete all those liquids. Anybody ever realize he 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 has like the same look as Keanu Reeves, like the same vibe as Keanu Reeves, but not Keanu Reeves. Well, I mean, how creepy! I don't want to live next door. uh, If there was no Keanu Reeves, this dude would have been John Wick. Yeah, he loves Keanu Reeves. (laughs) No, I this guy could not be John Wick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. He doesn't look sad enough. No, nah, it's Jeff Wick. No, no, he looks like the guy who killed the dog. That's ooh, little sultry Satan's wife is coming on down. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's horny. You couldn't have sixteen candles, but you can have all of this. Hmm. Wigs McGee. I had like the same staircase and window from it a little bit there when he comes down all wrapped up a little bit bandaged. Oh, the mummy scene, yeah, that's got got a similar kind of thing going on there. Yeah, and Stan sees him. Was that? Oh, she's seducing Incel Ivan. She's seducing everybody. Hey, you ever saw my series? Just shoot me. I want you to shoot it in me. Uh-huh. On that? Is that what she's from? I couldn't think of yeah. what. Yeah, just shoot me, uh, with David Spade and Michael J. Fox before he... no, 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 Michael, no, that was Spin Michael City. Michael J. Fox was Spin City. That was Spin yeah. City, yeah. 
Yeah, Just Shoot Me was a uh, magazine thing. Oh, yeah. With that weird dude. He's not quite hey. the monk guy. He's not quite the monk guy, but he's like half of the monk guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, David Spade was the headline of that series. Yeah, there was another guy that was kind of like a weirdo character. Mm. He looked a little bit like Monk, but not, I guess. Mm. My bad. I love Tony Shalhoub. I was never a big fan, David Shalhoub. He's know, an acquired taste. Yeah. Especially a Monk. Yeah. Like him in 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the 13 Ghosts is a great fucking movie. Great remake. I heard they're bringing Monk back. Monk's returning. Just for a movie. Oh, Supposed to be like a finale kind of thing. A little too late. They wait a yeah, little. Well. Time, I think. Trust me, dude. People who like Monk, they yeah. don't care. It's they a, don't care. Yeah, it's a cult. Mm-hmm. His boss is Buffalo Bill from. Uh, my dad. My dad. Monk, he is going fucking bananas for that movie. Oh really? He's all about it. Yeah. Is Ted Levine to him some why? Ted Levine gonna be in it? If he, yeah, probably. If he's the boss. I think the whole cast is coming back. Okay, cool. I think it's far more important that Insta Live is finally about to touch vagina. This changed this water into wine, baby. The old fashioned. You get in there. You get in there and you have a nice, good, clean fight. <laughs> Too much lady for him. Oh, way too much lady for him. Not at all, in any in any capacity. Hey, hey, I'm sure he's saying, I don't know what a, you're talking about being premature because I've been thinking about this all week. He's telling him Parker Lewis can't lose, bro. Parker Lewis can't lose. Go for it. But he just lost his nut. He lost, yeah. He lost. Oh, it's game over already. It's all. It's, well, it's like, like it's like I, I'm sorry. I'm already done. I'm already gone. Yeah, he's finished right there. That's it. Ugh. She 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 grabbed his hip and yeah. It, it's 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 like an American Pie with Jason Biggs, basically. Yeah. But to be fair, if I had Shannon and Elizabeth getting naked in my room, I don't know. I don't know what what, what would happen there either. We do, do you? You'd become Spider Man. <laughs> I wonder if your semen would become like webs if you were Spider-Man. I've Probably. Thought, I've thought that before. It would make sense, right? I think so. Yeah, and then he could make his very own website. Well, my favorite is how Canon Films, when they were going to do Spider-Man at one point, they had no fucking idea about the character. They were actually going to make like a monster spider, literally, because they didn't know understand Golan and Globus about. I mean, I would have watched it; it would have been a great horror movie. It sounded like great in design, but they didn't know Spider Man. And I think when Joe Zito got involved, it was like, "Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. There's a comic book here. Maybe we should actually kind of, you know, let's follow the rules a little bit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but this. Well, was- I don't think they even read the Superman comic book when they took over for the Superman. What five? Well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I would, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. But Canon Films was just an oh, amazing. what the Quest for Peace? Yeah, yeah, that movie was terrible. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought Four was a mess too. Mmm, he is going downtown. The late Richard Pryor. Woo, things I, I, are I, slipping I, down. I, 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 oh, that's it. 
There's That's a lot it. of colors. His legs buckling. It's over. Under black. Jeez, and we were just getting to the good part too. Fade the black. Kitty. TV show, man. All it can yeah, do. yeah. TV always makes it less fun. Yeah. Well, it was still like the heyday of the MPAA too. So, like, even on screen, it wasn't that fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got your boobs, and then that was it, pretty much. I mean, you know, you couldn't get really anything hardcore, you know, at this time. I mean, you know, Skinamax, you know, was kind of in its infancy, late '80s, early '90s. You know, basically by then, if anything, you probably have the films of Fredo and Ray, Andy Sidaris, and Jim Wynorski. But, yeah. but it's really interesting if you actually look at. I'm not sure if we ever talked about this. But a lot of those movies, they had some really interesting directors behind those films. Yeah. The horror who's who? Salman King, who went, who, who, uh, had some great success with Nine and a Half Weeks, and he also created Red Shoe Diaries. Very successful show. He was also in Galaxy of Terror. Like Taxi Cab Confessions? Oh, yeah. Taxi Cab Confessions, I mean, that, that was HBO. I was fascinated with, you know, like all pimps up, hose down, you know, like those. Oh, no, that's fucking hookers on the point, baby. That's hookers on the point. Or even like real sex. I mean, you know, put some respect on that name, dude, hookers on the point. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, Billy. Nothing. Nothing in Max or real sex or anything. Could possibly hold a candle to hookers on the point. That shit was fucking nuts. Yeah, no, but I, but it, I mean that was like, oh my god, I haven't thought of that in so fucking long. That was like, that was like, it felt like it was the real. It was it was real. It was raw. It was nuts. Oh yeah, literally. Nothing. I mean, Cat House came close. That one that they did about the fucking Vegas fucking hooker house. Yeah, that came what, close to being as nuts, but not even. But wasn't this around the time, like when HBO? I mean, they were pushing boundaries because wasn't like wasn't like Autopsy in like ninety seven or ninety eight. Yeah. yeah, Autopsy was was. Yep, that was the thing. I mean, I, I loved what, how HBO was really pushing boundaries. The rebels, yeah. That's a document documentary waiting to happen right there. And then, and then I think it was ninety nine when that, the Sopranos started, and that just fucking changed. TV, as far as I'm concerned. Oh no, the, the the HBO is responsible for changing everything on network television. Everything, yeah. Period. If they did not have the guts that they had had in like the early '90s, going into the late '90s, who knows where we'd be? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because they're still they're doing fun. it today. Almost all of their show content is fantastic. What did I just watch recently? The White Lotus? Oh, I hear it's amazing. Didn't you Holy shit, award? is that show good? Yeah, I, I hear I hear it's a great cast. They just had sex, Bill, on the movie. They did. And so Ivan feels like he cheated on Molly Ringwald. That, see, that's that's why he looks sad. Yeah. The US- it was like, I could have, I could have had the hot uh, girl from school that I always wanted. Was this a USA Network production, or was this another station? This, this was ABC. Yeah, I was going to say, like, NBC or ABC. It was one of those, yeah. Stephen King 
all they bought up a bunch of his stuff. It's all all of these miniseries and stuff are all ABC. It's a pretty hefty con- contract deal from the sign from the sound of it. He it's- made himself. He got rich beyond fucking rich from this TV deal in the nineties. He did. So I think he had a cut of ad revenue too, mm-hmm. which is like that's 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 the game. That's the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think it was like his agent was on like one of the documentaries recently, and he was like, "That deal that we made for TV in the nineties was basically the biggest bed and bread and butter deal we could assign. Set us up for life, even though I was getting my small cut." If 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 there's any great contract negotiation deal in Hollywood, this was one of them. Where was I that? mean, is the agent was being interviewed. Yeah, well, I mean, the the agent or it was it was one of the guys who was uh, one was of the producers. No, it was like one of the producers that had worked with them, and I, I think it was on the fucking Pet Cemetery uh, document. Oh. Unearthed and Untold. I know exactly. Yeah, which is a great. I know exactly what Coin's talking about. Yeah, no, they did interview his agent. Yeah, because I think that's where they kind of talked about. I mean, it's funny you hear about rare contract deals in Hollywood because it's like you know to be set up for success where you can, you know, do well, and sometimes you know it's just the standard you know fanfare. It's like if the film breaks even, the producers get paid first, and then everything trickles down and. You know, you sometimes, you know, where you see, when and where you see a paycheck, wherever. After Carrie hit, he, he made stupid money. Yeah. On rights deals after Carrie did well. Because, I mean, how much, did he always retain the copyright of all of his works, I would imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, that would just, you know, that's how you set yourself up. He owns everything. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's worth half a, that's why he's worth half a billion dollars. He owns everything. Everything is licensed. It's, he doesn't sell a single thing. Yeah. And, you know, just with that modest lifestyle that he has, <clears throat> and I imagine he's probably. His family's set for life. Yeah. Forever. Forever. His son's rich off of off of books as well, so it's not like uh... Joe. Well, Joe Hill's stupid rich in his own right. He doesn't need his dad's money. Neither does Owen. You know what I mean? Is it Owen Joe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, neither he... does his wife, for that matter. She's an accomplished author all on her own. Yeah. Owen is Owen newer? Is he the youngest? He's younger. He's younger than Joe. Yeah. How many things has he has he written? Um. Like three or four on his own, and he's actually him and Steven have teamed up on a couple of things too. They were really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of years ago they did a book uh did a book called Sleeping Beauties. Okay. Together. More fantasy than horror, but it had its horror elements. It was it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. And so right now Stephen King's net worth is five hundred million. Yeah, hey, he's worth half a billion dollars. Hey, that's that's nothing to say hey to. Just did. He made a hundred million dollars just off of it, part one and two, and Pet Cemetery remake. (laughs) Seriously, the show, new Pet Cemetery show, right? 
No, the new pet, the remake, the 2019 remake. Oh, clip, yeah. Isn't there a show? Isn't there like a pet cemetery show? Well, they did the prequel. Yeah, they did Paramount Plus. Something the prequel. The last two I weeks. know they did the, yeah, the reboot with, with Lithgow there, but isn't there like a? Didn't they do a TV show like like? No, it's a movie. Oh, okay. It's a prequel movie called Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. It came out like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, right. it's all right. It's it wasn't. It wasn't great, but yeah. right. it's yeah. in, what on Peacock, right? I think so. Paramount Plus. Oh, Panama Plus, okay. Interestingly enough, I saw reviews where, where, yeah, there were some negative, but I was seeing just as many positive. So I thought that was interesting. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. I can't say it's all bad or all good. It's, it's, it's got its merits. It's definitely got some really interesting ideas in it. But, I mean, it's not perfect by any means. Yeah, of course. Hey... He looks a little blue. I dig the lighting. I oh, look at that green and blue. That's blue fucking... and green. Like creep oh, show. Jeez, man. Oh, it's very creep show. Oh it? shit! Very creep show. Yeah, you're right. Very Bill. He looks like Bill Paxton after he died. Bill Pat. No, he looks like <laughs> he looks like Bill Paxton at the end of Near Dark. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That's yeah, what it, it looked like. Bill Paxton at the end of Near Parker Dark. Lewis. Oh. oh, Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis was looking like fucking Paxton. And I oh, I thought you were talking about the other guy. No, the dead dude? Nah, dude. Yeah. Dead dude looked like the fucking Muppet from Return to Salem's Lot almost. <laughs> well, instead, we got Canadian Satan. Canadian Satan. With he always Canadian says sorry Satan. after everything. Yeah. Hey. Gotta kill you now. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I'm going to put this pineapple up your ass the sharp way. I, I'm I, I'm very upset about this, but I, I got a job to do, bud. Sorry. Tell you what it's all about. I don't know, but if the killing is the killing, no matter how you cut it. Sorry. Fun fact: a whole lot of people up there do not have that accent. No. That's like a that's like a Western Canada thing. It really is. It's almost yeah. It's it's like a almost like a like a cowboy almost like kind of slang. Yeah, like the Midwest, Western yeah. Canada, and Eastern Canada, they talk like us. Very much so, yeah. I was up in Montreal about, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, and everyone spoke perfect English. And yeah, they also speak French perfectly up there, too. Fucking weird, man. Yeah, the man, underground- born by, being like literally like from birth bilingual, it's just really... Yeah, it's... it's- yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'm fascinated by it because I'm still trying to figure out the English language. I don't feel like I've even He just had more sex, Bill. More uh, sex. Then thanks for letting me know. I, I, I gotta say, I think that character has had more sex in this entire miniseries what he always than wanted. Hugh he finally, Hafner. He's finally getting what he always wanted. But it's gonna kill puppy. him. Puppy! Now we, the, the cat turned into a puppy. Oh, the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? An episode of Animorphs? I'm home alone right now, so all the animals want some attention. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, buddy. Beauty. What's the puppy? Your guy. You yeah. heard voices, and you just want love. Yeah, puppy. Hey. Excuse me. Is anyone going to like it rough? 
<laughs> oh, Jesus, Alex. It's a tough <laughs> You got to stretch out the rough. Yes, yes. <laughs> His work belt <laughs> looks so brand new. Like, he's doing espionage. He ain't never worked a day in his life, Bill. You can definitely tell. He's I mean, son, huh? looks so I mean he is doing espionage. Yeah. So that makes sense, because he's, like, behind enemy lines right now, trying to figure out what they're doing. No, it's so funny, because I, I just, Great like, read about, about that recently. Like, how do you tell, like, on some of these, like, big union movies, like, you know, when people are coming in to, you know, take photos of behind-the-scenes stuff, it's like, look for the guy that has the newest-looking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shirt, brand. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Well, the truth is, he's actually looking for a pineapple at the bottom of the sea to find his friend SpongeBob. Mister Crab says no. <laughs> he's he's figuring this. And then out. he finds the pineapple and is very confused as to why it's covered in industrial lubricant. Well, he's, he's, he's pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grab your ankles, boy. We'll show you how Jay Van Dyke does it. Send over and touch your toes. I'll show you where the wild goose go. SpongeBob pants. What's I'm talking about? Super Troopers time. Let's go. Damn right. Baby, I'm all buddy your bread. (laughs) I'm buddy your biscuits. (laughs) Ooh. Hottie blonde with the hard hat. Go time. I guarantee you. We are the only Steve. We are the top Stephen King podcast for anal sex references. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. It comes up at least once a show. Well, you got to slide it in when you can. Hey, I mean, God damn it, dog! Dino extra. I thought that was gyno extra. Come no G, dumbass. <laughs> Thanks. Alex, you ever do dino bikes when you were a kid? You ever ride the freestyle bike? I remember dino bikes. I knew, I knew of them, but I never did. James, I feel you did probably, right? Oh, yeah, dude. I had a dino. I had a huffy. I had a, you know. I want to get a dino. I want to get a nice dino comp throwback. Jesse, you bike back in the day? I did. I had a huffy, and then I also had a mongoose. It was like my favorite. Oh, that's what's up. Mongoose, classic. It was like electric green and black. It was awesome. I like it. I like it. Alex, you were more. The one with the back pegs. Damn right. Front brakes. That's what's up. That's what's up. I had friends like on both sides and I'm just riding. Hell yeah. I'm making this dynamite so can finally give you the righteous. I was huffy for life. Maddie. I can't believe you didn't ask me. I'll be for Well, I knew you were a biker. See, I take Alex not for like a dino biker. I take him for like a mountain biker. I take the 10 speed bike out type. Deal. No, no. I'm more of like a tricycle rider myself. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to I believe do... in the three wheels of no, life. I want to see you on an ATV. That wasn't an insult, Alex. I just, I take. It's not an insult. I want to see him drive around in the woods in the ATV. That'd be some good BTS. Hey, hey. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll throw you on the ATV. See how long you last. It's like riding a bull. You'll make it. Just have to uh, clamp my legs down and hold on for dear life. He said. We approach California-ish house. We're in Colorado still. 
The betrayal. Oh no, this is definitely California, Colorado. The betrayed Colorado. It's just going into a house that looks like it's on Nantucket with those colors. Could be, could be. I would have said Costa Mesa all the fucking way, but yeah. I can yeah. see that on Nantucket too. I mean, but they love like their island colors, you know, I mean the uh, That's what I mean. They they want to pretend they're at a place they're not. Yeah. I have a question. Is she looking for her box full of cocks that's usually underneath the bed? Oh, insane Shane McCain reference. I'm no, sorry. I, 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 I had to. I think, she I think that's the dead soldier's yeah. memorial. Her shoebox full of used condoms. <laughs> Got that red cape going. The cape could be a good look if you can rock it right. You know what I mean? You gotta rock it right though. It's gotta be like Dracula cape, not like Evil Knievel, you know? You gotta figure if it's cape weather or not. Yeah. It's gotta be cape weather or it's really fucking awkward. Oh yeah, I mean, you can't be wearing that shit in the middle of July in like Arizona. No, I mean, (laughs) Larry David was one of the last few people who I saw wore a cape and he actually looked alright. It was fall. Yeah. Capes are a seasonal accessory. It's as simple as that. Got a cape in February. It's you're just shaking your head. Yeah. I like putting capes on random stuff like potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah, and that's like a super potato. I would think like smash it up against the wall, and then you have mashed super potatoes. Super potatoes. Although, personally, I would have gone with black cape and gone with bat potato. But throw it against the fucking walls and it costs if it's all mashed then of course um, if they if, if they get together then you uh then they give birth and have little tater tots <laughs> oh we're making mash tonight batman style Ooh. oh that would you just punch the potato and ask where is she until it fucking falls apart where is she? It's mashed, Mom. Good job. No, fight that Joker potato. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, she don't look good. Got COVID, dude. She's all fucked COVID up. zombies. Got COVID. Seven hard times. <laughs> Seven hard times. Yeah. What yeah. happens when you're fucking 3,000 years old? That looks like a hive mind with everyone, like, together. Yeah. Well, it's Mother Abigail, we man. I gotta protect her. She's the. We she's wanna the lead. pollinate the queen. She's her. We need to pollinate the queen? Oh. That's the, one of the grossest things I have ever heard you say, Alex Hawk, on here. <laughs> we have to pollinate I'm like years the old queen. Ew, dude. Come on. I'm gonna pollinate you so good, Alex. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Getting down and, and sticky with the nectar. <laughs> I mean, that literally just means she's going to carry yellow dust and throw it at you. If hey, you listen. to bust the bubble. Just saying. <laughs> Get down with it. Whoa. Oh, everyone's getting migraines. Oh. Because, because Jay Leno that shit's good. starting to happen. It's starting to go down. Good starting call. to go down. The bad stuff's starting to happen. Kevin Bacon. What, everyone's getting crabs? That's absolutely Kevin Bacon. Everyone already had accepting any challenges to this claim. That is Kevin Bacon. Yeah, with the emo cut. I seen Kevin Bacon was ashamed of his work in 
uh, tremors. It could have been clickbait, clickbait, but I thought I read that somewhere recently. No, both Pride the Thirteenth and Tremors. He wouldn't mention it forever. Now, right. now he doesn't care. Yeah, that. he's warmed up a little bit. He he ended up doing a little Tremors documentary uh, within the past few years, so he's yeah, definitely he's a, you know. Did he like, just not like the story, or genre did he not like acting? Probably the genre thing, yeah. Just genre. He just didn't want to be that kind of actor. He was going to do yeah. the show. A couple I had years. the biggest crush on him because of Tremors. Tremors was a good look for him to do. Him not I'm a victim of circumstances. A lot of, a lot of his bigger stuff. Even Hollow Man, that was him, right? Yeah. Even Hollow, Hollow Man. Man's a, I saw that in the theaters. That was actually a really good, fun movie, Hollow Man. Oliver Hoven, I believe, directed it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an odd take to have when some of your biggest stuff and the stuff you're known most for is genre stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's strange. Like, I mean, he hit with Fo- Footloose for sure. And he had some, like, stuff going into the 90s that wasn't genre. Even, but, like, even, like, Stir of Echoes was big for him. That's what I'm saying. Death Sentence, the James Wan movie there was big for him. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Interesting. A lot of action, a lot of sci-fi, and a lot of horror in his resume. You know what I mean? Era of Echoes is an excellent movie. Yeah, there's a sequel to that, too. Not as good. <laughs> Who is Mothman Prophecies? Was that Richard? Wait, was that, that Richard Gere? That, wasn't, that oh. wasn't Kevin Bacon. No. It also wasn't a very good movie. Mothman Prophecy. That movie caught a lot of shit from what I remember. So did the gerbil in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I remember correctly. Yeah, it goes. Hey, uh, y'all. Well, hey, I mean, live you announced live rodents, you know, it gets weird. Yeah. What a world. Very red on the inside. It's been nothing but blues and greens. Now it's all red. It's all dark the red. Now they're in trouble. Now they're in real trouble. Coming to the end. Getting close to the end. Time and to in stand it. time, being close to the end means we still have an hour to go. Yeah. Uh, lie to me, James. Lie to me like one of your 15 French minutes. girls. Hey, that's the best news minutes, we're, out of here. we're only an hour away. Thank you, James. You actually lifted my spirits. 15, okay. 15 minutes. The 15 minutes, we're out of here, Alex. It'll be gone before you know it. Look, look, look. Do you think she's going to survive 15 minutes? She's trying to pass the stand outside of her uterus right now. Hey. Yes. The whole book. Yes. All 500 pages of it. 500? Oh, you wish, pal. <laughs> it's the biggest book of all time. Yes. No, it's up there. Literally. It's up there. That's his biggest book, right? His biggest book by a long shot. Yeah. It kills someone with a copy of this thing. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's a monstrosity. Yeah, it's his, uh, part of his big dick bibliography. Now he fought the that five times fast. I was about to say, can you say that again? No, I can't. Big dick bibliography. Big dick bibliography. Big dick bibliography. Big dick big. Uh, All right, man. No more. No more. One more, and it would have been creepy. Stop it. <laughs> 
<laughs> the eye contact. See, only Billy Coy knows how to whip out the big dick. <laughs> no, just he's see, taking just the big Billy. dick right just now. Just see Billy like, big dick, big dick, big dick. Big dick, big dick, big dick. <laughs> Dickie don't like that. He likes to be big. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think Molly's taking it right now. That That's why she has that look on her face. Big dick, baby. That lady's it's almost like James's uh, judgmental face. <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> okay, your judgmental face. I'm just doing looks... it for reference. I'm reference. sorry, but your judgmental face looks so much like you just smelled a dookie. Yeah. <laughs> He's documenting it for posterity because whenever we get disparaged, you know, in, in the art. Automatically, Alex, if you think about it, I, it is like I just smelled a dookie. But you said the dookie instead of shat it. <laughs> I, well, what if I say what happens and if somebody do drops it? a verbal load in front of us and none of us wants to say the thing that needs to be said. But then here I come. <laughs> It'll be like, did you really just? And you, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the go- the good Lord's work here. All right. Okay. We appreciate man, it. Man, she's dying too slow. You Can did. she just like die and we move on from the scene? Dude, this is the stand. Everything in this movie takes an hour to process. Everyone dies slowly in this movie. <laughs> it's like trying to run Doom 3 on MS DOS. It's just, you know, <laughs> I got a frame and another frame, and here we go. Yeah, they're trying to load mist on an Atari 2500. Exactly! Perfect example. That is actually technologically not too far off from exactly what I was talking about, Billy. Well played. <laughs> He's in real rough shape. Ah, see that the world is going to come to the end by a man in the Canadian tuxedo. Nah, Molly's scared. I think I want a Canadian tuxedo. You want to get one? Possibly. You got to be a certain uh, like body type, I think, to be able to pull it off. You might be able to pull it off. I used to do it when I was in my teens. I had a denim jacket. I used to wear denim, and I would either wear a black shirt or a white shirt. My father used to constantly call it my uniform. I stopped doing it, but I got more into horror. Ah, uh, she she passed. She's she's going to the great beyond. Wait, so a Canadian tuxedo is different than a regular tuxedo? How is it like Canadian bacon versus regular bacon? Yeah, pretty much. Say like that. Denim, denim instead of cloth. Oh, that's all. It's making fun of them. I try not to make fun of people, but it makes. But fun but look look at the. Look at the bright side. If you're wearing a denim tuxedo and you're riding a bike and you fall off, you're more likely to walk away, you know, with some body parts intact. Or who knows? But you can destroy your denim fucking. It could could be nothing but flannel. And they're from Oregon. Call it an Oregon tuxedo. You can't do both. Oregon? Yeah, flannel. Flannel. Flannel tuxedo. Yeah, I think you're, you're, 
your denim <laughs> burn right through, you'd burn right through the denim pretty quick, I think, if you hit the concrete. Well, yeah. Hopefully it's uh you're gonna be crawling around on the concrete, you want leather, I think. You yeah, got, it's stronger. Yeah. It's like different skin. Yeah. Like denim is still better than cloth. Why not denim and then leather on top? That's See? Even, even better. The motorcycle. Yeah. No crash. Motorbike. Just ride a bicycle instead. You should get a motorcycle. Chaps. <laughs> I was They're waiting for someone to bring chaps. it up. All chaps are assless. There you go. Yeah, no, chaps are just chaps. That's there's <laughs> assless like, chaps just means you're not wearing pants. Assless chaps. It's like oh, they all are. Sorry, yeah, just, hey, just, just means you you foregone the pants. That's all. Oh, it's emotional. You gotta say goodbye. Very deep. Very important. Goodbye. There's a weird butt sex in front of everybody. It's just so hard to say goodbye. Uh, hey, baby, I'm already there. It's extremely hard to say goodbye. <laughs> extremely hard. <laughs> Half mast, you say? <laughs> it's a full mast, baby. Full mast. Now, I might not be coming back. So you but should I'm probably down. jerk me off behind this dumpster. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Like that, poor dog. Poor dog says, I thought you loved me. Dog got this nail through its paw into the ground to make sure it doesn't run away. You know what I mean? Ruin the shot. Now, nah, I mean, Garris wouldn't do that. He's an animal lover. My parents did that to me when I was a kid. They nailed you to the ground, huh? Actually, one day my brothers threw me in a box, and then they duct taped it and threw it outside. And I really thought I was being shipped away. Jeez. Oh, Maybe. And they left me in the box all day. How old were you at the time? I was like maybe like seven. Oh jeez. Yeah, the nineties were great. Yeah, <laughs> it were a time. It were a time. Yeah. <laughs> the nineties were a time. Parenting was very unorthodox in the nineties. Four men and a dog are about to save the universe. Someone's got to. Four men and a dog for a Satan and a nuke. Blow the bridge. Boom. Not a bridge. But, you know, these nice tractors that are rusted. That dude doing cocaine. I'm a sexy crow. Cocaine on the tractor. I always picture these crows to have old Greg's voice. Like, what you doing in my yes. desert, boys? Yes, we're we're almost to the end. We're almost mm. to the end. You see my downstairs mix-up? See my downstairs mix-up now. Do you love me? Do you love me exactly the way I love you? Yes, yes, shut up now, Dana. Yes, now put on the handcuffs and oh, bring I'm down so the blender. Oh, I'm crows, by the way. So I've been feeding crows for about a month now at work, and yeah. I work uh, about 10 minutes away from my home, so I was getting gas down the street, and crows literally dropped coins at me. They do that. <laughs> yeah, no. They, so they're they, giving they, me they... gifts now, and I'm just yeah. like, yay, money. They're smart. They're smart little buggers. I got a bunch of crows that hang out in my yard and stuff, and we do some shit to try and get, because they like to dig mm-hmm. to get the well, grubs. What, uh-huh. what you have to do is have a sign and teach them hundred dollar bill, 
hundred dollar bill. Get hundred dollar bill. Well, I kept saying I want money, and they I got changed today. So I think that's that's the beginning. Yeah, they on good terms with them. Yes. Soon. So if you see crows, people befriend them. Oh, you nice know, to crow. Robin whole wallets. Yeah. Credit card number. Ooh, that gonna, guy's flying. You got to set up for a great racket going, Jesse. Don't you worry. Damn right. Yeah. Come with me for my apocalypse party, guys. Uh-huh. This dude ain't going to be able to make it. He's not yeah, invited it, to the apocalypse party. Yeah. Instead of the rat catcher. The crow caller. <laughs> oh, he's, he's having a transcendental breakdown. Everyone's just sitting and hanging out. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Hand, you got any pot on you today? Did you teach my brother Skikoli in in Fast Times Bridge Mahal? Like, are you on crack? I, I am on crack. Are you on crack? No, because you took my crack. Oh, okay. I took your crack. I'm sorry about taking your crack. But I love your crack. Hawk, you sound like Melvin from fucking uh, Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, why don't you come down to my cellar? Oh, and that's yeah. Herb. No, yeah, Herbert, right? Or Herbert, yeah. 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 Herbert the pervert. Yeah. His Herbert. dog's name is Jesse. <laughs> you want to pet my little dog, Jesse? Jesse. <laughs> You want it? She's just like, up there like, you worthless asshole, get up! It's only a few <laughs> broken bones, kick your lazy ass up and come up and satisfy walk me. Walk it off, boy, walk it off. Walk it off, you ain't a real man if you can't walk off falling about a hundred feet. I got some ice cream, come on up here. <laughs> oh, he's got some cream, all right. Dirty bastard. It's come warm, on, baby. It's not frothy. <laughs> oh yes it is don't say it isn't honey I just need to tickle my little asshole then it comes a little frothy don't you worry about it I got my own little espresso way of... I'll shut up now why is he <laughs> so chunky Aww. she's going to leave him to die <laughs> no no no, no. don't leave me no You're the only one God. that made me That's a man so... I became a man with you you showed me my special purpose <laughs> Speaking of man and espresso, um, nothing. Number 11. Oh, they predicted 9 11. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Bro. I'm Mr. Crow. Or Crow. You want yeah. to come to my perch and, and give me some dollar bills, y'all? <laughs> This is why we shouldn't have even had a Walking Dead show. The stand perfected the art of having empty road shots. There you go. 20 <laughs> years before it. Yeah. There's nothing more sexy than the desert road with nowhere to go and nowhere to go. Wow. I can think of at least 15 things that are way sexier than a desert road with nowhere to go. Yeah. Hey, look! I found Jesus. Yeah, I was looking for you, Jesus, but I found you. Drug addict, you see that? Horrifying. That guy's cheating. 
I got five. Oh, he's got that face. Oh. <laughs> Fuck your shit. That guy's Fuck like, that guy's got a pad hand and he knows it. Hey, man. You want to play another game? Hey. How about checkers? There you go. always want to do strip checkers, and it always gets weird. <laughs> it does. Oh, well, you know, I always start from the bottom and then work my way up. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, the strategy is usually socks first, but yeah. your socks last. Yes. <laughs> I believe that my sexiest part is my little toes. It always makes me take my socks off slow. I don't get it. Oh, I get it, and it's not good. <laughs> Never do it again. <laughs> Hanging out with Quentin too much. <laughs> oh, oh, Quentin, he loves those feet. All you have to do is remove those socks, and he's already there. He has a special lotion for those feet for you. Rub-a-dub-dub. Uh-oh. My dick's on your foot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> feet and dicks. That's what she's saying. Yeah, this must have been an easy gig for this chick. She just had to lay around and like be, be sexy. Sexual. Yeah. Uh-oh. Must be nice. Yeah. Damn, she's he's getting so much. I mean, eat my more... face. Eat my face. She has more dick than dick sporting goods. <laughs> swallow your tongue whole for the Lord. <laughs> you know, swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. Oh, she was trying. Yeah. yeah. See, we're going mouth. the long way. What is he? Is he stroking off? It looks like yes. he's stroking off. He is. That was a slow jerk. I don't oh, see okay. any beef. Where the hell's the beef stroking off? <laughs> hey, hold on. I'm trying to get drunk while running. Hey, anyone want Here's some hamburgers? You know, Roadkill Cafe, man. Ozzy looks concerned. He has a strong mustache. He does. Hmm. Almost strong as strong mustache. as Tom Selleck's. Almost. Tom Selleck's mustache is like religious quality right there. He can bend. Very press. difficult to stop, especially like Magnum PI era Tom Selleck mustache. Oh. Like, watch, mm-hmm. watch in and out, and then get back to me. Oh, in and out, he doesn't okay. have a mustache. Yeah. That threw that threw me so much because I remember watching that movie. And I'm, I'm I'm watching him like he seems familiar. I wonder who he is. And then I'm like Tom Selleck. Oh my god, he like you know killed my 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 childhood by removing that mustache. I mean, it's a great cast. I mean, you know, kept a funny movie. Kevin Klein, Joan Cusack. Um, those. Yeah, but 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 you can't say Kevin Klein in front of Matt because he gets very upset. Because of his love for Phoebe Cates, which I also have as well. Yes, yes. I mean, I can understand, but uh, you guys got to understand that Phoebe isn't coming back. Matt just died. Don't say that. You'll be on the show. She retired like 20 years ago. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, her husband's Kevin Klein, so he does have to work ever again. Maybe she didn't want to work, dog. Maybe she does. She has a trinket shop. A trinket job, huh? Trinket shop. Oh, okay. 
That makes it better. Yeah, I meant she just retired from acting. Yeah. Oh, Ozzie oh you killed Ozzy Davis, you assholes. It's like that fucking Biggie Smalls getting popped up right there. What happens, man? Mm-hmm. See? Now? Oh, they finally found out who killed Tupac. Yeah. Start events. I, I know, Tupac. it's crazy, right? It's like the most obvious choice for the last 30 years was the guy who actually did it. How about that? Mm-hmm. How crazy? Who could have figured that out? Sam Raimi. That's Sam Raimi getting manhandled right there, if I remember. It is. You're it messing is. with my boy Raimi. Keefe well, Dubuque. You, you get you, this is Mick Garris fucking flexing his I know everybody muscles. Oh, absolutely. Got to see that more and more toward the end of the movie with all the extras and stuff. All kinds of people in there. Yes, yeah. some of them are blinking. You'll miss it, but they're there. You know what I mean? I think one of the great culminations that he was able to piece together was uh, Masters of Horror. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's kind of the only guy that could have done that. Yeah. You're going to be one badass motherfucker. There it is. Yeah, rest in peace. He was a great actor. Cousins of George Clooney. Oh, was he? Yeah. He's also in um, uh, fucking what was it Midnight Flyer? Night Flyer, Night Flyer, yeah. Night Flyer, Blank Check. Well, I was just talking Stephen King movies, but yeah, he's in Blank Check, killing it, dude. He's in all types of stuff. He did some some Tales from the Crypt episodes, if I remember correctly. He did, yeah, he did. Look at this pretty boy. Could have been a wrestler. That's Triple H. That before there was Triple H, there was that dude. Wait, really? Okay. That was Triple H. Looks like a little bit of a gangbang going on right there. He was like the original Triple H. The more you know. There's a lot of gangbang and stuff going on there for sure. Banging of gangs. That's pretty gangster. Are you saying gangbang or gangbangers? Both. Gangbang. Oh, gangbangers. Okay. Gangbangers, gangbang, Bill. That's exactly what happened. Gangbang the gangbangers. Bang, bang. I'm sorry, this guy is like all style. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty, you know. I'm that rope. That rope, man. Back in the day. When it all goes down, I'm wearing some shit just like that. Yeah, that's he's signed. My cod piece. <laughs> just an exposed road with my cod piece and just. Honestly, with James, his, the biggest thing you'll see from space is his cod face. The total yeah. marauder. Total marauder on his Harley. Mm, yep. I like that outfit of hers. If you don't think I'm going to be the leader of a cannibal gang when the world goes to shit, <laughs> let me tell you. You going to be a cannibal? You going to eat people? I mean, when in Rome... So, so you're saying your best friend during the apocalypse is going to be Army Hammer, then, right? <laughs> you and Army Hammer are going to go out and you know, like, track down Johnny Depp and eat him alive. Oh, I don't know about that. He doesn't like JD. I don't think I want. I don't think I want where that meat's been. Um, I think Army Hammer wants some of that meat. I'm very does. Wants any meat he can get. Oh. <laughs> Channing Tatum would be my bitch. I learned a few things from Danny McBride. Ah, what's going on? You sex slave? 
I mean, you got to learn a few things from Danny McBride whenever he does a movie, whether he's blowing shit up in the forest or if he's uh, going to be leading a gang of marauders himself. You got to, you can learn a few things from watching that man. Billy, I'm I'm way more, I'm way more into uh, righteous gemstones, Danny McBride. I want to lead a religious cult. There you go. (laughs) That's the way to do it. Bill, you should actually no. It's a good question for you, James. What do you think when he came into the uh, Halloween series as a writer? I feel like we all know how that ended up. Yeah. Um, now that the whole trilogy is going to fruition, but he's got more writer credits than I think a lot of people know. Um, especially with David Gordon Green stuff, like he's a yeah. co-writer on Righteous Gemstones. Um, he wrote on Eastbound and Down. Uh. Great he had a show. writing credit on Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. Um, he, him, and him and DGG are kind of you know a tag team almost on the writer side of things. And you know, like a lot of people give the Halloween, the new Halloween trilogy, shit. But I'll, I'll give them this: they tried something new. They did. They did. And there was some ambition there. I don't think the execution was perfect, but there was definitely some thought outside of what they had done for the last. 11 fucking Halloween movies before that, and I thought that was cool. Oh, he was also the voice in GTA. Oh, yeah. He was the, yeah, he um, was the, the talk uh, show Maximum host. Insemination, the radio show. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. It was. We had the CD and everything, because you could, like, buy all the radio station CDs. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. I love his voice. He has such a good voice. Yeah. In this guy's hair, he's got great hair, very Fabio esque. His hair actually has Mel a separate lethal weapon. Thing. Myself, yeah, there's some lethal weapon melee in there too. I got some therbs. There's some therbs in there too. I think some Anthony therbs. Oh boy, another dead one. This is going and well. Mm. It seems he's giving her the third degree. He's going to give her the milky business in his tuxedo from Canada. Yes. The chunky milky business, so fun. Just looking at her, I'm expecting, like, one of the Waynes brothers is hiding underneath. <laughs> it's just like one of the – something about the, her makeup. I don't know what it is. It looks very white chicks. It looks very white chicks. Yeah. This girl right here? Her look handsome. Maybe. Huh? No, no, dude. She, it, I, I'm not knocking on her. No, the I mean, makeup. but the getup, the makeup is so like almost like of its time. It's just, it's very. I don't also, know the camera is. angle isn't flattering. No, it's not, it's with, not a flattering ang- angle. Who's done with a spray can? That's what yeah, I would call Just fucking some guy with a cigar in his mouth and a fucking power washer. Just yeah, get down in there, friend. You know what I mean, like. Who invented the mullet? Mully. Uh, I believe that the one mullet was, was invented in 1979 by a man named Randy from, <laughs> yeah. from the Shady Acres trailer park in Tulsa, oh. Oklahoma. <laughs> Probably. I was going to say the French. 
No, 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 no. The mullet's all us, bud. The mullet is 100% American. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a 90s, like, country thing, wasn't it? Or rock? No, no, 80s. I know what this is. I think that. Yeah, because ladies had mullets, too. I thought the yeah. mullet went back to, like, more like the 70s. Yeah, no, it started in the 70s. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like the... That's like the offshoot. Oh, look, he got the Yo. fucking Satan time. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm a little interested here now. Satan time. Yeah. He turned her knife into a banana, and now he, his face looks like a butt crack. Yeah, I thought she, like, stabbed him in the dick, and I guess it, it wasn't. Angry, man. I like the face. That's good. The cat. Nice and bloody. Yeah, come back to me. I wasn't done with you yet. That was Barbie. He has that sleepwalker look to him a little bit. Yeah, it's like the nose and the eyes. Well, his whole gig is he's trying to reproduce. He's trying to make the Antichrist. Well, I have to say, don't show your real face, Satan. That might not get you that far. Yeah, it's it's not going to get you laid unless you're in that is not That is not a first date move. Not really. I mean, if that's your old face, fine, fine, but save it for that moment. We learned in Scary Movie 2 the use of the paperback. Yeah. It's an amazing thing in certain situations. Yeah. You just need to say it's a pleasure device and not actually say what it is. I just love the texture of paper bags, you know? Just I no do, kissing. too. No kissing. This guy. Is he still alive? I thought he was dead. He just survived. Oh, cool other jacket guy. He's like, uh, I took like a nap for a few, uh, like, uh, uh, a few hours. I think I'm okay. I can call myself out of here. He's really a flesh wound. Well, Easy. Intel Ivan sold him out. That's, that's why they got shot up. So, just, you know, you don't make a deal with the devil because the devil's going to screw you. Trouble. Yeah, but I mean, uh, he he was sold uh, all on the on on the uh, pussy. That's what happens. Gonna crawl back to Newcom High. Now he's going to write it right down. I'm sorry, but I couldn't say no to the pussy. You're gonna write a rap, kid. And there's a pussy right there. Look at that cute little guy. And as we all know, as history history has proven. He wrote the first verse of Stan by Eminem. There you go. Kitty. Jesse's trying to eat the kitty. No. Mm. I mean. Yeah. You can't blame. It's a cute kitty. I'll give it that. Very Well, she's always licking my face. So I have to like do something back to her face. Establish dominance. Exactly. Established no, this movie. bitch, she's like tried to crawl into my mouth. Like her whole head was in my mouth one day. I've, she I've wouldn't stop. That. She was like I've, trying to get inside of my body. I've seen that. That's a very, that's a very wow. Holy yeah. shit. I have a that's video a of it. Big head. About. Just look the cat firmly in the eye and say, I'm not William Hickey. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary. I like that shirt. Well, if you're not doing anything constructive, can you get me my stogie? There <laughs> it is. 
Walking down the road. Desert It's a lonely road. It's a lonely road. You got that right, Jesse. But I like some power between my legs. So you drive a moped? I was about to say, so you drive a fucking Vespa? <laughs> hey, hey, losers can't be choosers in the post-apocalyptic wasteland, dude. I guess if you need the vibration between your legs, there. Well, well I mean, it's either that or, or, or Satan's, you know, two-headed monster, so, you know. She did oh, that's insult, just a so That's probably an improvement. <laughs> I don't think that was, she was supposed to drop that like that. If you look at her body language after that, it was almost like... A whoopsie? Yeah, like she wasn't supposed to drop that when the fucking... Yeah, no, definitely. She's like, oh, I fucked up. Yep. Hey, it's my boy, Matt Fuwa. Here he is. Trash can man. Good old trash can man. <laughs> Max Headroom. Neighbor from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. Heck yeah. He was also in a Day of the Dead, right? He was no, in the Dawn of the, the Dead. The, 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 yeah, the Zack Snyder uh, remake. The Dawn of the Dead remake, yeah. Yeah. That was actually a really good remake. I really, I love that remake. I, I love that remake. It was the only thing Zack Snyder's ever done that was good. James Gunn wrote it. Well, there you go. I did like Three Hundred. Visually, I thought Three Hundred was was visually stunning. Oh, uh, his visual is his thing. He's like a music vid, like just big music videos. His movie, yeah, basically. Don't ask him to actually think or write anything down that makes sense, though. Well, uh, Matt Fu also was in Watchmen. Yeah, he was. Played Moloch. Yeah. Watchmen is such a good movie. I never saw the TV show, but I heard it was actually really good. It was fantastic. It just... They made a really big mistake. They should have followed the movie, since that's what more people had seen than the comic. They followed the comic. So a lot of people... Right from the get-go, there were references in the show that were like, if you hadn't read the comic, you wouldn't have known. Yeah. I mean, there's very few. I mean, one series I went into completely blind, and I was blown away by it, was uh, when HBO did uh, the first, like the two or three seasons of The Tick. Oh, that was really good. I was blown away. I, cause I, I remember the cartoon vaguely, but it's funny how like having comic book, cartoon... Or just these, you know, different IPs, you know, and how they, um, just kind of how they resonate, you know, at certain points, you know, in history. Mm-hmm. Believe it. You or know, I- when you're out in the, in the desert like this, I half expect to see Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With a nice little crate that says Acme on it. Of course. It should be called a stand. There's a lot of walking. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of standing around. There's a lot of walking, though. It's like Lord of the Rings, but not as cool. They're making a stand. The concept is you're supposed to be standing against evil. Yeah. Making a stand. Uh, a lot of walking to make a stand. I like that light right there. That lighting's very nice. Yeah, it's nice. It, it, I like it. With the blue behind her. Like oh a, yeah, it's finally it's finally they're actually gonna make the sexy time. 
Ooh, Ooh it's about time, Satan. Say it once. I'm going to rock my bad wig off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a I am going to knock that wig in the next Monday. <laughs> but I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I got some big dick for you, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my, he says. Oh my. I'm oh. going to slide it all the way down. Little George the K action for you. Oh I wonder how the big the devil would made be. It funny, you guys made it weird. <laughs> I'm trying to make it um, a teachable moment. How big do you think the devil would choose his penis to be? Because you can't be more than 18 inches because that could kill a girl, unless that's what you want. Of course. I feel like, well, uh, honestly, I feel like he would like slide in and then it'll grow to whatever size that is the right Like size, an extendo but... penis? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's kind like of like a Pinocchio, like but dick. just down on it. Devil knows how to pleasure you in ways you've never been pleasured before, so I would imagine it would. Yeah, but so do you think it would be like a a, a duck penis? Because those are like squiggly, kind of like pigs. No, I don't think it. I don't think it would be like a normal fleshy penis. It would just extendo. Okay, you know what I'm saying I like extendo pen. It would explain. Mm. I mean, like, you, you, there's cool? a balance here. Like, you can't be too big because then you're going to smash into the uterus and that's going to hurt. So. It want the, it I want mean, it looks like she's not enjoying it. Ooh. Well, now she's really. I don't think she's enjoying yeah, it at all because you yeah. yeah, not with that face, dude. That looks a lot yeah. better than I ever remember looking. I'm going to. What are you talking about? That's not the move you make on the first date. There it is. Yeah. yeah. She now got she nice wants to cover up. Yeah, right now I want to cover up. Oh, she was into it. Oh, Red Moon. Ah. She was into it until she wasn't. That's right. But hey, at least you know. I mean, heck, guess how some guys feel when you know they wake up the next morning and 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 the woman does have makeup on. It's kind of like a similar thing, but reversed. You know, he didn't no, have man. his makeup on. No. So. No, that's okay. No. It's okay. You like Waking up next to a girl that doesn't have makeup on, like you expect that. <laughs> you see that coming. You know what's gonna happen. You know what you guys did the night before. There was there was some gagging, there was some fucking drooling, there was like crying happening a little bit. You know it's gonna look weird. Yeah. You know you so probably was pretty fucked up too. Off. When the makeup's coming off and you're doing your thing. Jumping on the good foot and doing the bad thing. If you wake up the next morning and she still has a perfect face of makeup, you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You you, you did not do your job. Exactly. You did not do your job properly. She should look like a fucking Van Gogh painting just got smeared across her entire face. Jackson Pollock at its finest. Exactly. If she doesn't, you got some explaining to do. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck are these? So they're still walking. They're, they're still, still walking. Still walking. They got no weapons between the four of them, just a guitar. What is they going to do? Go up to the devil and hit him over the head with a guitar? It's like D and D, a really bad game of D and D. Yeah, with no weapons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just one bard. He's just gonna sing you to death. Yeah, it'll be like fucking tribute. Oh, it makes no fucking sense because he's like the horny guy that was trying to get it in the whole fucking time. Bard's a horny as hell. Maybe it's his penis that is the weapon. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Jay's gonna up fuck up. everyone to death. Okay. <laughs> Evil cock will consume all. Except no dick too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, you look at her right now. Okay, she has the look that so many women have had after they expect to have a great wild ne- night, and it just went to shit. Okay, yeah. am you're I right or am I right? That that is a look of like I went to bed with like Chris Evans. I woke up with Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that my friend is what eighteen. That's what ten shots of tequila will do to you. So there's there's the warning. That's the PSA of the episode. Do not drink before you fuck. Yeah. Yeah, me. Too late. Wow. Sounds <laughs> like a piano. He's, he, he already had a well night we're, with her, but he's already we're trying, trying to, to teach from experience Shani. here. We're trying to teach from a place of knowing. Like, look, this has happened to us kids. We know what we're talking about. You don't want to wake up to some troll next next the end in the morning. Just don't drink before you go out. Like, keep it sober a little bit. Like, a level head. Make sure the house lights come on before you agree to them coming over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. so many stories. <laughs> so do I. So do I. I just got, like, war flashbacks while you were talking. Like, damn. <laughs> I distinctly remember a few rockin' shocks ago getting a call at Sunday morning from somebody that's like, Oh, I'm in New Hampshire. <laughs> I've heard something about this. Yeah, that James, yeah, you're not so supposed to tell people about that. I mean, it oh, was no, all this, that secret. was too classic not to share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely met someone at Rock and Shock, and then we had sex, and I woke up in New Hampshire, so that was cool. Well, that must have been a very talented uh, uh, a sexual encounter for you to be transported to New Hampshire from Rock and Shock. It wasn't driving, so. <laughs> no, her car was still, like, in our parking lot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What? I just got the I just got the call at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. She's like, I'm in New Hampshire. I don't know if I'm going to make it today. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. How'd you get in New Hampshire? How'd you get home? <laughs> Interesting. Fucking amazing. So I mean... To be fair, I had my own misguided evening that night. I ended up at the fucking ICP show. There was Fago on my shoes. Like, hey. I don't know why I was there. People got maced that night. <laughs> my The girl that I was... Yes. Yeah. That girl. She got maced that night. It was a weird <laughs> night. <laughs> Everyone got maced. Except us. <laughs> Juggalos aren't a gang. He's rocking that nice tie, though. He is. That fucking... Talk about combos, that shirt and tie combo. I like that jacket, dude. The fucking little the yellow <laughs> on it. The fashion in this movie is questionable, my friend. Very, very, much, so, very much so. Doing the Canadian tuxedos, the vests <laughs> on top of t-shirts. I don't know. I don't know. The absolute 100% lack of jorts in this entire thing. Pretty upsetting, yeah. Really makes well, is extremely surprising, especially when you have the devil with the Canadian de- tuxedo. Yeah, that's the yeah. really unsettling thing. Like he should have had a pair of jorts at some point, especially yeah. being in Arizona. It was warm. Yeah. 
Miguel. Uh, really? Yeah. You got to make note. You really do have to make note of the wardrobe choices in this movie. They really are kind of really weird. It's just bizarre. They're wacky even by Mick Garris standards. And we're talking about the guy who put floral prints, prints on a fucking greasy cat monster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the yellow tie. Yellow. Black on yellow. Tie, baby. He that looks, his tie looks like pee. It does. <laughs> Well, maybe he behind That's a power tie. He feels powerful. No, that's just that's just a bad choice, dude. It's it's a bad color, absolutely. It's a bad choice. That's not the color you want to use. Devil's yeah. not happy. No, no. Please. Whoa. Are you he looking at tie. my girl? My pet monster. Does look a little bit like my pet monster, don't he? Especially in the teeth. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like those, like pie-cuspid fangs that they're kind of the Lost Boys look kind of thing going on. Yeah, I'm I'm not jiving with that. Slightly the unnameable. Got a little bit of um, what is it? Uh, what's the Howie Mandel movie where he's the monster? Little, little monster, a little monster. Yeah, uh, he has like a little yeah. monster vibe to him. Maurice. Yeah, it's the horns. No. Yeah, he's a horny guy. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. I have to throw in the the the, the uh, sexual windows and blatant obvious. It's your job. That's why you're here. I appreciate you. Hey, I I appreciate you too. You. Thank you, James. I'm still gonna do this though. Okay, All right. <laughs> understandable. I do have to say, okay, I I. I Nothing against the actor who's playing the Randall Flag, the devil in this, but with all the 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 sexy time and and all that stuff that he does, I'm sorry, he does not come off with a a a, a sexy vibe, Satan, um, mystique. He doesn't so- have the temptation. He, I mean, I'm sorry, but I, 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 no, I agree. He looks better when he has the 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 devil makeup on. He looks better with the devil makeup. Right. No, he he doesn't have the he doesn't have the temptation. It's like all aggression, like one hundred percent just rage and anger and evil. And there's none the animalistic of that. nature of it. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. There's none of the, the 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 let's make a deal. Yeah, car I mean, salesman. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 even yeah. even going with the animalistic approach, I mean, it just doesn't transfer well with him because I mean I know actors that can really you know get you the idea that you know it's all like alpha male you know animalistic you know well, predator prey kind of Pacino. sexual tension. Look at Pacino and what he did. Look at De Niro and what he did. You know, I mean, Nicholson. I mean, yeah, you know, those guys have it. This guy doesn't. <laughs> you know, one, one person who I think is underrated, and he played the devil, he actually was pretty dang good, I think, was in Highway to Hell, Patrick Burke. And he was, you know, suave, charismatic, you know, and that's what you want for someone who's the devil, someone who's going to manipulative. Someone you think you can believe, even though he's going to turn his back on you or stab you in the chest, the back most likely. But, you know, you always, if you can find actors of a certain caliber that just have that, you know, naturalist mystique. Um, I mean, to me, 
you know, it's funny. I mean, I've worked with so many different actors that have had like theater background or people that have been like, you know, fans long enough. And it's like, Hey, I want to be an actor. And I've personally found a lot of the evilness in actors, you know, cause there is that dark side. I feel like if, if that theatrical background is there, I've always loved those malicious performances. Mm. No, I'm with you. I just, I just feel like this one is a little too animalistic, even for the part, the way King wrote it. It's too on yeah. the aggressive side. Mm. I mean, I understand this character is supposed to be a despicable character. And he's, you know, the devil. Um, he's this, you know, been, you know, gone on to different series in the King, you know, pantheon. And it seems like this character has endured for his nastiness and, um, his tenacity to, <laughs> you know, just keep doing evil. Evil. Think about it. I feel like he should be more Tim Curry like. I agree. Yeah, see, Tim Curry can pull it off. That was a good devil. He is. See, now, 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 pregnant devil wife lady is fucking with him because she's like threatening to throw herself over the balcony with his kid. Hey, bitches get crazy when they're pregnant. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yep. This is what you get, devil. Should have known. This is what you wanted, chief. You think he'd be able to control her mind or something to make her not do it? Oh. Free will is a bitch. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, that's, that's going to so stop you. Come back. But he kind of has his, he kind of has his way powers over her, you know what I mean? I fail. Uh, uh, ooh, she's going for the long dive. Uh, now the devil's bummed yeah. out. Look at him, now he's like bummed out. Now I gotta find somebody else. Oh, shit. Oh and man, he almost looked like Roddy Piper. He's gonna cry. He does look like Piper for a second there. Like the devil's gonna cry for a second. Then he's like, okay. He did all that work for nothing. He's crazy bitchy. Yep, pep talking himself up. Basically, yeah. Hey, I just found another one. It's okay. Maybe I shouldn't find- show her the demon face right at the top of the bat. Maybe yeah. I should just, you know, quit it and leave it. You know, wait nine months until it pops out the kid, then grab the kid. You know? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a funky song called Hit It or Quit It. No, Hit yeah. It and Quit It. He actually looks like both guys from Mr. Mr. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> what was that song? So take these broken wings. Yep. yep that's, that's the guys. Again. That's the guys. That's the guys. They had like Wait, those like, Canadian, and I think they had like they were wearing that shit. Same as here, and I like those Canadian. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I call I call those guys the Great Value Kenny Loggins because that's oh. exactly what they sound like. <laughs> I remember that song used to play all the fucking time on Magic 106.7 back in the day. It still does. Mm-hmm. Magic. I haven't listened to that station in years. I grew up on that station. I grew up on Kiss 108, 94. 94 Pixie. 107. Or one yep. Frank FM. Yeah, look at that blood. That was very satisfying, actually. Was actually. I was going to say, there's certain parts of this that actually they give you a little bit of gore that you want every now and then. I, I, well, I think I think symbolically that's really good because they're like just washing away the greasy stain. Yeah. There's no body or nothing, but you know what happened. Yeah. You know? I hear those people get paid bang. 
that actually clean up um, yeah. after probably, people got so. crime scene cleanup. They probably That's don't, cleanup, but I hope yeah. so. Not as much as you think. If oh, you really? have somebody splattered. They're going right, I think it was like 25 to 30 when I went to apply. What, an hour to, to pick that up? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not just crime scene. It's also like hoarding and like other things like that, like dead it's animals. It's disgusting. It's, it's yeah. disgusting. It's not a good job. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. You'd get, I don't know. That'd be a weird one. You don't want to get too comfortable with certain jobs. Some certain things you don't want to get comfortable with. No, like that would be something you know you could, but you don't want to. Oh, I clean up. I clean up dead bodies and blood all day. It's when you get into like fucking hoarding and animal shit. I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) there's only one person I can think of. In the history of film and cinema, that did that close to 100 years. Yeah, and he was technically considered the very first mutant on the X Files, Eugene Victor Toombs, and he was actually cleaning up all the dead animals. But yet, this guy could, could contort himself, and he would have to rip out five livers. In Creepiest fucking character ever come up. Ever That's very Jeepers Creeper esque. Yeah. In, hey, yeah. is that John Landis? Uh, Johnny Landis. John Landis. Yes. Sorry, John Landis. Right there. Hey, guys. Told you. Told you. Mickey Harris is flexing the I know everybody muscles at the end of this shit. John Landis hey, should be like, they still talking about that helicopter incident. Like, hey, you, I was going to say I'm that. You jumped in, man. About that. Can I come out yet? Yeah. Can, can, can I, I still act even though that I, 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 Killed people on a set. Wow, he's always been a decent little actor. He's more of a director and writer. But Landis is good. I'd give him a cameo if he ever wanted one. Sure. I like the cameo in Dark Man. Well, he's one of the best. <coughs> Great face. He's this still walking, still walking. It's the Lord of the Rings. With everything that we've seen, okay, we've seen what a total of like four scenes. In a cut with them just walking, the four guys and the dog. I think the dog's still there, right? Or is the dog gone? Yeah. The, dog- uh, oh, the dog's not in that one's cut scene, but yeah, it was there. I'm talking that you, me, I'm walking. They came across no horses, they no came horses. across no bikes, no bikes. The dog. TVs, nope. nothing on wheels that they could operate. A little red wagon and a moped, nothing. 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 Uh, this is my theory. Uh, not when, even a Vespa. Yeah, not when, even a Vespa. When you don't see the cut, uh, see the scenes. Yeah. Okay, they all take turns riding the dog. Hey, sexually? Yes. Hey. That's why the dog's running away right now. Hey. He's like, no, he's done. I'm not he's, he's, he's like, arf! I'm sick and tired of this shit. Arf, arf. I can't shit right, arf, arf. Oh no! It's like the poltergeist, Garth. Because that's a boy dog, right? Yeah. I didn't check his testicles <laughs> or ovaries, no. Should. You should. You should Ray know Walston, things off. Where are you going? Why are you even here? What are your job are you doing? You need to check the dog balls. <laughs> All right. I'm the old man, so I go first. So if anything's bad down there, it kills me. I don't have much to live for anymore. Like I feel like that's important that you send the old people to find out if bad things happen first because they've got less time on the planet anyway. 
kind of the smart thing to do in a way, even though it's cruel. You send the child. <coughs> Ooh, the child. Because they're tiny, you know? They can sneak. Yeah, true, true. True. I appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. He's in between those bars, little Jimmy, because your uncle can't. He's got a few packs of good pounds on. They got to be pretty close to what their their destination by now. I hope so, because God damn it, there's two months fucking walking in this movie. Oh, they're about to do it again, buddy. Get ready. Look at that. Oh, man. Oh, he's yeah. trying. Let's stumble Come up. On. Just think oh, about They're doing the stand. Yeah, all the walking scenes that were on the editing room floor, Alex. If all this made it in. There's actually eight and a half months of footage of just walking. They <laughs> actually walked it. That's the thing. Really method, <laughs> really method acted. They walked from, like, Indiana to Las Vegas. I respect that. See, that's why when they did Forrest Gump and Tom Hanks uh, was doing his running scenes, uh, Gary Sinise went up and says, Hey, what you doing this cutscene shit? I ran, I walked the entire way in the stand. You know, Tom should run the entire way in, in Commit. Forrest Gump. Commit. Commit. Commit to your art. You son of a bitch. I, <laughs> think, I think I'll go home now. Forrest Gump was in this, but it's a deleted scene. Yeah, he just ran He by was him. running. Um, he was running. Running. See, this is why this is why Lieutenant Dan doesn't have any legs. Lieutenant Dan, one Lieutenant leg. Dan, Lieutenant Dan lost his legs falling down the hill in the sand because New he legs, wasn't standing. New legs, Johnny. New legs. My favorite time of year is Easter because I always send Lieutenant Dan a card that says, Lieutenant Dan, you got no eggs. Oh, (laughs) that's cold. Billy just beat me in the dad jokes right there. Lieutenant Uh, Dan is a good man with titanium legs. I I got nothing. I got nothing. I wish I wish I had some. I got nothing. Or you should give him medication too, pain pills. Ray Watson, yeah, uh, give him this, the good this, stuff. This is, uh, you know, the 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 stuff that crack addicts kill people for. So it should work. Like, all right, boys, this is called Vicodin. Let me tell you about this. The stuff. Raphael, Doctor. This House is what we call it. heroin light. Heroin light. Diet heroin. <laughs> Diet heroin. And to hide the needle marks, you inject it right in your ball sack. Right in the folds. Yep. See? You just spread them, and you go right up. <laughs> the way he goes, yep. <laughs> you know, that was the grossest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and all I gotta say is, I applaud you. Thank hey. you. Thank you. them out. Was this Mr. Hand's last movie, or did he have a couple more years in him? No, no, he he did. Um, there was a made-for-TV version of of Mice and Men that actually yeah. starred John Malkovich mm-hmm. and Gary Sinise, and he played uh, the character Curly in that. I think that was his last. Okay. I think it was a few years after this. All right, come on down. 
Let's huddle up. Let's, let's be brothers. Let's do a blood oath. I'm already bleeding here, so cut open the vein and rub it in my blood. We'll be like the kids at Losers Club from, you know, that other movie, you know, It. It's something. It's something around here. It looks like Egon and Rodney Dangerfield mixed together, the dude behind him there. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> if you can figure it out. Ah, very emotional scene. Even in the apocalypse, I still get no respect. That's true. Tell me about the Twinkie. He's losing, he's losing his faith. This whole thing's about faith. Oh, let me tell you, let me tell you something about faith, kid. If faith don't have you by the balls, then you got nothing. Hey, Hey. Hey, buddy, I got faith that, you know, if you lay here long enough, you'll grow to get very comfortable with that bulge in my pants. If we sit here and sweat enough, guys, I feel like we'll find the problem. Yeah. Always works. They'd kill that dog and eat that dog pretty soon, too. Hey, I mean, heck, when when you're hungry, you gotta eat what you got meats, lying meats, around. Meat, meat, bubba. Chinese food, anyway. There you mm. gotta do. Number nine. Number nine with special sauce. That's what he sees. Ray Watson's like, I can't get this damn head off. I'm wearing it most of this movie. Why the hell does this taste like orange chicken? Yeah. <laughs> wow, we just sitting here and talking. Where's the other guys? Have they gone out to find the devil or has the devil found them? You know, if we like- stay here, is the devil going to pop up and give us a woody? Is he going to change us into a woman so he can finally get one of us pregnant and have his prodigy? I mean, come on. There's so many options. Would you stay like a woman we- after you gave birth or would or not? Well, it depends. I mean, I mean, the Who devil said he had, had to be a woman. This is Satan. He could do some weird stuff. You could yeah, burst the baby d- out of your butt. Yeah, you don't know. He could. You're he right. could. He, he could have 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 them have a butt baby. Yeah, see, you, you were know, such just, a demonist. <laughs> such I mean, a just, demonist, Jesse. Would kill you. Just just poop kill out me. the baby. You know, it's like I'm pushing out a big turd, and it's a baby. I like this. It's the turd baby. Turd baby. Turd, turd baby. Hey, turd babies walking down the street. Hey, hey. Hey, yeah. how do you say get a haircut and a shave? Turd <laughs> babies. <laughs> I know, I was going to get We're just standing up here looking down. What the fuck, man? I said one thing, just one thing, and it just turned into this whole fucking musical number. Turd baby, you're the one. You make shitting so much fun. That did not mean encore. You upset Maddie. He he just walked away. Matter of fact, while he's at it. No, we have merch. Turd babies. Plushies. Turd babies. That's what I'm talking about. Turd baby, you're the one. Yeah. You make standing so much fun. Yes, standing with turd babies. I stand with the turd babies. I stand with the turd babies, the militia of the damned. (laughs) My name is John F. Kennedy, and I stand with the turd babies. (laughs) This is the new edition of turd babies with corn now. Coming out late, Bill. What? The voices have come out late in the game. 
a little, yeah. I yeah. just my mouth's hurting a little, so <laughs> you know. Bill's hey, hey, the dog's looking for the turd babies. I need more snakes of this. There should have been some type of. Uh, yeah. Should have been a busted ass plane. Snakes just come out. Of it. I had some desert snake type stuff, and you got snakes in the Bible. In the Bible, you know what I mean? The Bible. It would have worked. Bible. What is it? The snake that Adam and Eve and the, and the serpent. The snake. Yeah, yeah, but snake. the truth is that uh, what uh, they call the serpent, but it was just Adam's member. Okay, oh, which get caused out. all the trouble. You yeah. the religious group. It, it just it just slithered, just slithered into all the crevices of Eve. It was that crazy bitch Lilith. Oh yeah, oh, come on, we all know crazy sex is the best sex. We worked with her, I think. Maybe the snake was a detachable penis for Lilith. Is that where the song came from? Crap on! I believe that could be a yes. possibility. Oh, good old detachable penis. Are we right? Detachable penis. With the turd babies side by side. Are we writing an album right now? Because I don't know what we're doing anymore. Gary's not doing good, Bill. I'm sorry, by the stand. Look, look, Gary Sinise in this scene looks like he just passed a turd baby. So give him some rest. He's going to pass away, I think. Well, now the walking scene looks different. There's three of them now. Yeah, very soon. We don't know what's going to happen next. Maybe they will. Ooh, he has a beard now. He has I'm a beard. Say Rodney, uh, Rodney Dangerfield got a beard pretty quick there. Yeah. And he's still wearing that hat. They've been walking for a while, you know? Back to his yeah. head. The leather hat. Uh-oh. I see a, 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 a barricade up a front. You don't want to go there. That's where the pet cemetery is, right through that barricade. Maybe if we just hold hands and show that we care and love. That's like the devil. Right, it's time to show you true power. Get out the guitar. This is the devil's rejects. I don't see who the devil's rejects. Oh, the apocalyptic <laughs> bears. Play hey, Flamer right now. Play it. Hey, y'all. We gonna kill you, all right? All right. It does have a devil's rejects vibe, doesn't it? Like, they're just charging toward fucking imminent for like death. like 50 cents, yeah. We will defeat you with the power of love. They got those red pants. They were like, "Whoa, the power of love." You gotta accept you. It's the danger zone. We are not styling as you. Can we negotiate terms still? (laughs) Sign on the dotted line. In blood. There's a businessman, and he's his goons are these post-apocalyptic biker types. In our lawyer. In a, well, he, <laughs> uh, yeah. Business casual gonna, today. What are you going to do? You going to beat me up? No, this is the 90s. We'll sue you. <laughs> That's like, oh, live from Suburban <laughs> Commando, the best Hulk Hogan movie ever. Just, Hawk, you're so full of yourself with your Terry fucking WWE, WWF, whatever the hell it is. He man loving ass of yours with suburban commando references. Yeah, there's nothing. Oh about- yeah, motherfucker! This guy, they gonna sell out his friend over here for a sandwich. Turn what up. kind of sandwich is it? Yeah, that's what I want to know. How, how good is it? If it was like a chicken salad sandwich, hell yeah! With chips a- inside of it, fuck yeah! 
If it was a pesto chicken salad sandwich with sun-dried tomatoes and the best freshly baked bread ever, then you had me at a maybe. 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 Fish. I don't think they'd have that type of sandwich for you, though. <laughs> like a fancy pesto and tomatoes. I got some pesto and dried tomato sandwich. They're gonna shoot you in the face. Pretty much. Found a piece of moldy bread. It has like a hand on it. Here you go. Here, here is your dirt and bird shit sandwich. <laughs> Fuck up. No, I, I, either way, if I was in this movie, I'd be dead in the first five minutes. Ooh, you oh. do not hit Mr. Ham. No. You damn bastard. Ooh. I, I give him the business. Peace and love shit, you damn hippies. You gotta kill one of them. Set an example. Negan style. That is very Negan style, very much so. Oh, Negan. What's half of yours is mine. And what was the other half of yours is still mine. Mm -hmm. Basically. That's how the saviors work. Oh, man, they put him in the cell, damn bastards. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this, this, this whole shebang... It's kind of like a model for how The Walking Dead played out. Kinda. I like that. Mm. Yeah. So, so pretty much what they did was they took the stand and they made the series. They took the stand and added zombies. That's that's yeah. pretty much what happened. And it's the devil making house calls. That's what happens. He's he's tempting them. You know what I mean? He's like, "Are we gonna throw the oxide?" Hey, dude, unless you're going to tell me how to get rid of Spicoli, I really don't care. No, totally. Uh, Mr. Hand is totally Herschel. <laughs> ah, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good comparison, Billy. I, I appreciate that. It is, he is Herschel. Just a pull from somewhere that makes some sort of, some, you know. Hey, just as long as he doesn't lose his head. Aww. Oh. The devil gave him some, you know. Wow. Walking hands. So well, that'd be kind of cool if they did take uh, this movie for like ref- well for inspiration for The Walking Dead because the books came out in two thousand three. So it's like, yeah, the first the first book was like the first that comic first launched in two thousand three for sure. Yeah, very small press, I think that original run, and it, it seems like that original run is one of the most. Saw it after. Oh, I remember seeing God. it in Barnes and Noble when I was like in my teens, and like wanting it to be a TV show so bad. If you have an original run copy of Walking Dead one, I think now, even though it's fairly recent as far as comics go, it's like somewhere in the five hundred to eight hundred dollar range, depending on the quality. Yeah, yeah. not bad. I mean, I may know a guy who has one. No, but I, think, <laughs> I, I think that might have been one that, uh, that was on Comic Book Men, possibly. It was. Because I was obsessed with that show when, I, when it came out. I was a big fan of the comic before the show even came out. Not to be like the, the pretentious hipster. Oh, like the, the, yeah, wasn't it a podcast before it became the show or something, too? No, it was a comic. Comic, okay. The, the pod, the audio version podcast didn't come out well until after the show. Okay. 
Yeah, because I, I know Kevin Smith was like one of the early guys that jumped on the um, uh, pod wagon. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead is an interesting fucking comic book. It saved Image, the the whole company. It saved it. Um, they were not expecting it to be the uh, success it was, so it did that small run. But it's also the most reprinted comic pretty much ever. It's it's had like repressings um somewhere like 10 15 repressings of single up single issues. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Cuz they had to because the original run was only like 2 3000 con- uh copies which is nothing. Nothing in comic book world. And um yeah. Then it ran away. It just sold like fucking wildfire so they had to go back. Wasn't even like the original run of like TMNT, like really fucking small as well. Hyper limited. Oh my god! It, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when Eastman and Laird were doing it, um, the original runs were in the hundreds. The hundreds, okay. Yeah, they were tiny, tiny stuff. It wasn't until years and years, and years later, that they did like the trade paperbacks and stuff like that of of the original TMT uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. It was hard. It was a hard sell because it was like this, like cartoony kind of goofy thing. But the comic was hardcore. Mm-hmm. It was hyper violent. Yeah, it was not the kids show. Yeah, I mean, enemy. it sounds like they soft pedaled it quite a bit to get to it. You know, kids. they did. Yeah, they did. And when it exploded, everybody wanted the comics and tough tacos man like for that five years beforehand there wasn't any comics to have until they finally started doing the trade paperbacks and stuff and it sounds like it's kind of going back there with this new ronin series really making it last ronin's fucking amazing i mean i've heard amazing thing it's it's an incredible it's it's a fantastic cap off to their story that it's the ending of, of the original run story and it's it's really good Whoa, she's wearing the cool jacket and she has the guitar. Because she rose from the dead like Jesus. She's Jesus. She looks like a one. Damon Garrisonese from Indiana. One woman folk band. That's what happens. Let's do the power of a guitar. The wind blowing in the trees. Come on, Gary Sinise, get up on your legs and howl to Las Vegas. <laughs> Is that time? New I'm legs, Lieutenant Dan. New legs. New legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, drag your ass up there. Come on. And that's how he's going to crawl. He's going to crawl all the way. Shit. Yeah, he is. It's gonna crawl all his way there. <laughs> when it crawl and make a stand. I couldn't make a stand, but I can crawl and try to make a lean. Oh, that sucks. Come on, doggy. Doggy, give me some inspiration. <laughs> 
Excuse me, fella, you need a hand? <laughs> yes, please. Come on, pull my finger. Pull my finger. You can trust me, look at my hat. Like a fish out of water. Yeah. Thanks, gone, stranger. What's your favorite fish out of water in the Friday the 13th Leprechaun in Nightmare on Elm Street series? My favorite fish out of water out of the bunch? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Considering I came up with that list, I'll start real fast. Leprechaun 3, great fish out of water story. Um, part eight of Jason, one of the greatest fish out of water stories. And I think Freddy's one of the hardest. I kind of had to bring it down to actually part, um, fish out of water. Maybe five. I mean, there's only a couple of, of movies that would really fit that in those series, really. I mean, like, I'm not a big Leprechaun fan. Yeah. Right? I'm not. I just, I, I don't really like those movies that much. But, like, the only ones that really apply are, like, 3 and Leprechaun in the Hood, maybe? Like. I think Leprechaun in the Hood is actually a good movie because a lot of people are, like, I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, it, it's an interesting franchise, nonetheless, because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it started with amazing potential. You know, to really take the, you know, I mean, some people can't think of St. Patrick's Day without thinking of the Leprechaun series. So, I mean, they, they sci-fi runs a marathon every St. Patrick's Day. So, I mean, it has its place. There's no doubt there. But right. I like them. What was the question, Bill? What's the most one? What are some of your, or I guess you would say, what are some of your favorite fish out of water horror sequels? I don't know. That's a, that's a niche groove. You know what I mean? That's a I tough mean, one. What about when, uh, like, for, uh, Jason goes to space or even, uh, Pinhead goes to space? I'd say Bloodlines is a good one. I thought you were going to say Leprechaun. I, I thought, like Bloodlines. Bloodlines is actually solid. I enjoy Bloodlines. I think it's the last really good Hellraiser movie. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I can agree with that. I guess Kevin Yeager wanted his name off that movie so bad. I didn't realize how much problems that there were with that. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's, it's Dimension, so it was a troubled shoot. You know what I mean? I like Having that name involved just makes it a fucking nightmare. They broke yeah. the guitar, guys! Yep, yep. Their last the day, line is gone. The day the music died. There you go. <laughs> yep, their last the, the guitar's done. That's it. It's over. There's American Pie. Throw my Chevy to the levee. And my levee was trash. There you go. Boys, we're drinking whiskey. This is like a major moss pit. A lot of extra. They're never, this is what, this is what happens. Now the guitar is broken. Yeah. And they're going to be made love to by a large man named Cletus. Oh, Cletus. Cletus, get over here, you big hunk of bird of love. 
Hey. A prophet for your clitoris. Oh, wait, if I remember correctly, this is like a live crucifixion, isn't it? Yeah. Or something like that? Yep. Well, a yep. live execution. Bang. But they, but they kind of give him the, the Jesus. They're all like cruci- yeah. like crossed up. Called symbology. Symbology. <laughs> Let me symbologize you. Symbologize you, Alec. They symbologize you, the reality of the situation. We are going to string you up like Jesus H. Christ. Crucifixion. Crucifixion. Jesus Hell Christ. That's (laughs) his real name. Jesus Hell Christ. (laughs) Oh, man. His real father was part Satan. Oh. What happens? Jesus hell Christ. Jesus hell Christ. <laughs> Man, d- does it look like such a get? Like, I'm sorry, Randall Flag is like such like uh, the Billy Barker of like Satan's. You know, he's he like, is. The class is, is raw. Is that Billy from Stranger Things? No. Nah. He's on. Okay. I'm I'm half expecting you know old Randall Vega whip out a guitar and start you know singing some country uh, hoedown as as he strings up our heroes. I think the devil would. Ego. Ego and pride, right? Wow. Achy, break your heart. You're breaking my heart. Yeah. Well, the left do it a cappella, considering it's the day the music died. Yeah. Everything died that day, though. Except for the denim. Except for the denim. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't get rid of the denim. You denim can. speaks volumes. Oh I gotta say one other thing that I, I always find interesting is Stephen King's, I, I guess, love-hate relationship with, you know, religion and theology. What do you guys think about that? Uh, well, I think he has his, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. But that because, I mean, it's like in every single uh, story he's ever, you know, there's always like one or two you know, overzealous, uh, you know, people of the cloth that turn out not to be so righteous. And, I mean, the stand is all about, you know, the good versus evil and all that. Yeah, I feel like it's, I, like, a personal thing, too, where it's, like, you know, when you're writing stories, you kind of think of, like, your personal experiences. And that's, like, a big mass thing that a lot of people can relate to. So I, I can see it for sure. I'm with that. I think there's, I think there's a strong... Um, portion of it that is just like just the running theme that like organized religion is not as good as it seems it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, don't take things at face value. And goddamn trash can man, you you're glowing, bro. Like holy <laughs> fuck, winning. Heck yeah, Mr. Trash Can Man. Got tiger blood. There he does. That's something. He's overdosing on it. 
That's a lot. I of, live with the radiation, man. That's a lot of plutonium, my friend. I injected it into my bloodstream. He like literally had to peel the goggles off of them because they had melted to his face. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh. Time to start running, man. The radiation is eating him alive. Radiation poisoning's a hoot, man. So he that drove he drove his bike all the way there for what? To blow it up. To blow it up. <laughs> right. Achieve. Even the climax of this movie has too much dialogue. Yeah. Very Deadpool looking before Deadpool. Right? I wonder if they took from him. I'm sure I'm sure Rob Liefeld fucking watched this at least once in his life and was like, oh my god, that's just terrible. I need to make a comic out of that. I think, yeah. They, he must look like a ball sack. Mm-hmm. Yep, he looks like one giant scrotum. He looks like Ryan Reynolds. So that's about the same. Oh. Wow. Throwing shots, dude. What if he comes? Hey, listen, listen. I mean, honestly, I got a major problem with Ryan Reynolds. He's taken away a lot of jobs from fat comedians because now he's he's funny. Okay, he's a good-looking guy. He's funny. That's not good. Only us heavyset guys can be funny. Well, yeah. Taking away our, our our jobs, our work. Okay. He took our germs. He took our germs. He kicked his germ. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, oh now that's like after. a major hand drop right there. That's, oh, that's, you love handies. That's the holy cock of the Lord just coming down he, to fuck everybody. Literally, he's he's giving the nuke a handy right now. Yep. A oh red rocket, God. if you will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, They're yeah, all ready he, for it. They're like, yep, he showed up here to do nothing and die. <laughs> Big meltdown. And Las Vegas is now a crater. <laughs> I feel like this is a prompt time to ask. Anybody ever played Fallout? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Just one. You guys, Alex and... Alex, I think is a big video game guy, and Billy. Yes, nah, sorry. This yeah. one's for everybody that chose to blow up Megaton. Ha. Well, I guess the movie's over. Well, uh, everyone's wanna, dead now. <laughs> you wanna you wanna cuddle and uh, tell me about Jerry Van Dyke? Maybe we should hug this out. A little bit. No, I, I like you. Like, like, like you. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I like the guy named no, SpongeBob. No, no, Jesse, you be and you just say I like you, and you just see the hand that he's onto the thigh. <laughs> I mean, I like you. <laughs> I really like you. Hey, Keep bro, I got on. this growth on my dick. Can you lick it? Uh, dick grows. 
Dick Grundy. How much do you like me? Let's find out. Wait, did we oh, have come on. Test, come man. on. Oh, I was hoping this was over. We're approaching, Bill. We're approaching. Please tell me why we're so We're coming to the climax, you say? We're in the epilogue. We're in the epilogue. So you're saying I had the climax a little too early? You did. You did. Shit. Oh, man. That Do you sucks. need a fluffer? Do you need a fluffer? Yeah. Jess, can you help me with that? Not it. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> hey. Am I next in line? <laughs> I'm well, going to make I it mean, as dry as the No, I mean... Yeah. You're going to make it what, Jesse? <laughs> as dry as the Sahara. Oh. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh. Mm. I'm going to make it feel like your dick got in a fight. Oh, that is so... Ooh. You going to beat it up for me, James? No. <laughs> you going to slap it around? Show me that was a rhetorical up? euphemism, sir. You're going <laughs> to take this dick? Oh, yeah. Man, please tell me this movie's almost over. They have color TV. That's a plus. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what can they offer you? That was a big thing back in the day. Now, yeah, thing has Netflix and you know Wi-Fi. So like, there's really no nothing they can outdo the other person with. Like Color TV. Uh oh. He's been drinking again. I'm like a baby with a British nanny. Come back to me. Come back to me. Don't make me shake you. Where's Jerry Van Dyke? What'd you do, Jerry? What'd you do? What, Jerry? All alone with these severed heads. Well, I mean, if you're one head, I mean, there's worse things you can do. (laughs) Bone head. I mean, it might hurt with the teeth and all that. Just bang them out, break them out. I mean, with enough lube, it should be okay, right? Should be. Uh Uh-oh, the fogs are coming in. Right, just lube the teeth. Yeah. Exactly how that works. <laughs> uh oh. Make it frothy. <laughs> and chunky. Ah, oh, oh. oh, the love. The hugs. The emotion. The, the arm rubs. Could have played Harry and Harry and the Hendersons, actually, with the, the acting he's putting off. Very, phys- very physical emotion. Very, very good, physical emotion. Very good stuff. Well, I mean, he wasn't playing the most uh, articulate man. Come into the light with me, young man. I will show you enlightenment. He's dying like his friend just died. Now he's dead. (laughs) Now he's dead. I don't think that's exactly correct, Matt, but we'll go with it. Eat this. Leave, leave, Lieutenant Dan. Kind of reminds me of Princess Bride. Yes, he's not all the way dead. He's only half dead. That's fine. Ah, uh, Princess Bride is by far one of the best movies ever. Bring out your dead. Ding. 
We're not dead yet. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> oh. Hey, Gary's fucking holding on by a thread over here. Spin up water. That's not how you drink, buddy. You take it in, not spit it out. Right. Bitters are quitters, remember? Ooh, I like that. November 2nd. That's approaching. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. <laughs> that's going in the memory bank. <laughs> you mean the spank bank? Blank bank? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's overdrawn. The James Bank? It's overdrawn at the memory bank. <laughs> oh, this friend, man's best friend, still alive. He's still walking. He's not walking. He's got his legs back. Lieutenant Dan, uh, new legs. Change that shirt. I can't stand that. Man, I wonder how. I wonder if looking back on it now, you like, like, dude, I played two characters that lost legs in the same fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the th- two things he's probably known for the most. Well, Apollo 13 also, I think. Apollo 13. Oh, how could I forget about it? run on CSI New York. Yeah. I love that movie, Ransom. Oh, I love that movie. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, and Snake Eyes, dude. Don't forget Snake Eyes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Snake Eyes. Yeah, forget the most considering. <laughs> I was more talking without thinking, my bad. There's probably some other stuff too that he's probably some heavy reindeer games with uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> I did Oscar Academy Award nominated reindeer game. Oh, he's taking the tractor. Don't take my tractor away. Not my reindeer tractor. That's the bobcat thing they drive in in The Shining, actually. They go into the Overlook Hotel? Tied in. I think they're going to the Overlook Hotel. They didn't make it to the Overlook Hotel. Look at that. Nuclear winner's a bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. Freezing death. Oh, there it is. Fucking end on the movie Terminator. That's right. Overlook Hotel could be the safest place to go. Never know. Boulder Freeboard. That's Steven too? I think yeah. so, yeah. Is he playing is that supposed to be the same character as from before? Well I was say, a little he, nod and I'm not I can't remember specifically if they did it. In the movie, but it, loosely, Steven's supposed to be God. Oh, really? Ah. Uh, huh. Person that picked her up and drove her across the country and stuff—that was supposed to be God. Uh, he's like, it was like there was a couple of like vague lines in the book where he's like, "I'm just here to watch. Huh. I hope it all works out." And then he picks them back up at the end, and he's like, "How to go?" Huh. You know, that kind of thing. So the, I the, love the, that. He's supposed to be God. Like, heavily inference that it's God. Hmm. Yeah, go figure God just watches and let all the shit fall out the way it does. Free will, baby. Mm-hmm. Free will, Bubba. Free will. 
I think it's more like free willy. My God. Can you just have a normal fucking conversation on this thing? No. No, I can't, Billy. You're upsetting, Bill. You're upsetting. I'm sorry, Billy. I wonder if Stephen King did any, if they sent him to an acting class or two, or if he's just winging everything that he does. No, I'm pretty sure he just freewheels it, man. No one tells Stephen King what to do. He does. I mean, this machine just called me an asshole. He holds his own. You know what I mean? He can hold his own in the acting world, too. I think he works. I think he works really well on instinct. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have to point him in the direction of what to do. He just kind of does it. At least that's my case. I I thought she died in the explosion. Did I miss something here? Just a piece of her, Alex. It's a lot of things, dude. The end of this movie is like real... What happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you kill the vampire and all the other vampires get to go back to human, they're still alive. It's like Yeah, this. it's everybody can be alive again. No big It's huh? real it's real like Wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, now it's all tender, they're together at last. Does the book end the same way the movie does? Basically. Yeah. The ending of the book's like 300 pages long, so there's way more to it. Obviously, but... Yeah. The, I'm not even kidding. The epilogue's like 200 pages. It's crazy. Scary. So to say that... To say that they end the same is like... Well, Sure. Why not? Because who the fuck could remember 200 pages of an ending? <laughs> who would want to? Exactly. Hello, I'm the doctor. She's still pregnant. The fucking the Asian dude from 16 Candles be the doctor. <laughs> Jeez. That would have been fun. The one that has a crush on her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, other Hello, hot stuff. Yeah, that would have been the best I know. Walking to the room with hello, hot stuff. Got the black. Yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, they—if it was today, they'd be canceled. <laughs> I feel like I just, yeah, I feel like I just walk into the room and be like, "You're welcome." Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh oh, baby girl, Antichrist. Or the Messiah. Yeah. Could be both. Dual identities. That's more so what they were going for. It's like New Jesus. But I want the old Jesus. Got a nice gray fucking green bathrobe doing it nice. Yeah, the, the wardrobe's very questionable on this film. It's, it's trying to be flat. It's like they know the film itself isn't flashy, so they're trying to make the wardrobe flashy or something. I don't know. Anti- it's the 90s, man. Huh? It's the 90s. I'm waiting for aliens to suck you through that fucking window. <laughs> God. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Bye, Bill. 
The outfits kind of, like, make me think that wardrobe was just, like, wear whatever you want. I feel, I honestly feel like their wardrobe person was just this, like, drunk 75-year-old lady that was like, oh, honey, you're just going to look fabulous. It's just going to look wonderful. I don't know why. We don't worry about nothing. We got you covered. It's going to be good. We'll put you in this fucking bean-colored coat. <laughs> Beautiful. Wearing, she's wearing lipstick. She's also wearing lipstick like she ate the whole thing. She can't even put her face on. She's just yeah, like, exactly. No, she's got like blue eyeshadow, like one eyebrows up here, one's down here. Like, you look great, honey. Get out there. And you look nice. Look fabulous. She's got a fucking Virginia Slim. The ash on. It's about this fucking long. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're beautiful. You're fine. It's good. Get out there and be somebody. Like who the fuck would put that colored coat next to that colored gown? On purpose. Someone on Ambien. <laughs> yes. Choices were made in this movie in the clothing department. That's all I'm saying. And none of them good. Choices. No. Not one. Not a fucking one. Well, see. Why does that? Why does that baby already look like he's like a fucking grandpa of four? Yeah. Like, Say that too. A lot of babies look like life. Hey, there he is. Now look at all these people. They have all died. They they could live, Alex. They didn't die. They can live now. Live on. They can live to fight another day. As the Lord intended. Yeah. Freeze frame in the hospital. Cue Curb Your Enthusiasm music. Yeah. Look, that one's ours. We can't have the others, but we can have that one. Christ, yes, little Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? That's baby Alex Hart. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God. Uh-huh. Well, we have yeah. made it to the end. We oh, made it. Stop for a second. It's really real. Uh, I feel like... Okay, I think Billy felt like he fulfilled his duties and left. That's fine. I respect it. I understand. Yeah. This so, was not easy. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we finally reached the end of it, which is nice. You know, we all waited this time. We've all been so happy and excited for the end of The Stand. And then we can go on to some other flicks, you know. Not the worst movie, but definitely, you know, it's a, it's a slow drag. It's a long, slow burn for sure. It's a snoozer, man. It's a snoozer. It's it's tough. It's tough. There's There's, there's good stuff here, but... It's so far apart. Yeah. With walking and talking. Lots of talking. Yeah. So much talking. If it wasn't so much talking, it wouldn't feel like so much walking. Exactly. You know what I mean? But she's she's an odd duck the stand. She's she's not Stephen King's usual thing. Which is cool, you know. But Tough, tough translation over to the 
the screen, small or big. Yeah. 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 You know, Mick Garris has done, he's done some other real fun ones. Uh, this one might not be, you know, people, like I said, people really do like this one. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a Stephen King purist or, I don't know. They they know that it's so much movie they don't want to hate on it because they feel bad knowing how much work went into it or whatever. But uh I don't hate it. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. It's just it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll bust the stand out once every decade and be fulfilled with that for another ten years, and that's fine. You know, that's even. I'll never watch the stand again after tonight. <laughs> probably gonna say that that's a close. That's probably a close one. I don't hate it. I just got no reason to put that much time into it again. You know what I mean? I've probably seen it three or four times throughout my days, anyways. So it don't need to be. It doesn't need to be. I agree. I agree. It's not something you revisit all the time. Like I don't feel like somebody's like. Oh, I know it's only been a month, but I really want to pop in that six hour odyssey that is the stand again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those movies where it's like if it's on in the background, cool, but eh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate it, but eh. There's better background movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean when this came out though, I mean to give the credit where credit is due. Yeah. When this came out, this was an event. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember it was a big deal. This was this was like, holy shit, they're actually doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they took like, what was it, four years of planning to like get this like finished. And yeah. it was going to be like a movie, and then they broke it down into like the TV show. Yeah. So it's like a lot of shit was going on, especially with how big the book is. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's like a clusterfuck of, I just want this done. Yeah. Probably the miracle that it turned out as good as it did with everything going on, you know what I mean? Was- especially the way, I mean, the, the, the we've gone over it before, especially in recent episodes with all the TV shows we've been covering lately with the, with the miniseries boom of the 90s. But the TV studio system back then really was like factory farm, like get in, get it done, get it to print. What do you mean you're not editing? What do you mean you edited 18 hours? You should be doing 20. Like, it was really like, churn, 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 churn the butter. Yeah. And I feel like that was kind of part of the reason why the stand even being announced as, as a, being on the slate was so shocking because everybody knew what that would entail and what that would go into that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it wasn't like, uh, and I don't want to say like, Something like it or the Tommy Knockers was necessarily like a layup story. Titty knockers. But, but titty knockers. I apologize. The, the the titty knockers. Um uh I don't want to say they were a layup story, but to to say like if you slid a script in front of me and it said it, I'd be way less scared than if you slid a script in front of me and it said the stand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, no, it is a miracle that this movie even got made, in my opinion. And now there's the remake. They they did another TV show of it, and they, they made it twice. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> Combine their powers. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 
Yeah, it'd probably be better like a, a season worth of TV shows. What the newer? What's the newer one? Is it? A it's a show. It's a it's a full show. It's not a mini series. Oh, it's okay, like cool. a ten episode sh- season. Yeah, that's probably the which best. is much more. It's much more suited for that than even a mini series. You know what I mean? Well, we're talking about yeah. that Pet Cemetery. It's a prequel, I guess. But when I thought it was a TV show, man, like a Pet Cemetery TV show would probably be great, dude. That'd be fucking cool. I think that could be really interesting. Yeah. Um, they did, I mean, they've done a couple of TV shows recently of King stuff that worked out really good. Stand was good. Chapel Weight was fantastic. The uh, Salem's Lot prequel there, Chapel Weight. Yeah. That was incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could see a pet cemetery working. They're doing Welcome to Derry. That's coming out sometime next year. Yeah. Gonna be interesting. So that might be. I mean, we might be in the middle of another Stephen King TV boom now, right? Because like they did the movies, they did a bunch of the the feature films again, and now the cycle continues. Now we're back into getting into the TV shows and stuff. It's like the fucking eighties and nineties all over again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think they're going to be doing Stephen King uh, movies, TV shows, whatever, based on his. Uh, works coming out, works that he's done many years ago. I mean, it's, I think we've made this comment before that Stephen King will never end. Um, oh no. He's, he's because, the modern, he's the modern American mythology. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, because he has so many things that people are like, hey, I mean, his name itself sells tickets. You put Stephen King in front of, any film and people are going to be like, ooh, even if they've seen that story a hundred times. I mean, when they did the remake of Pet Cemetery, I don't know how well that did, but I mean, I'm sure a lot of people went out like, oh, I wanted to see a new version of it. And of course, we're sadly disappointed. It made its money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It made its money, but it definitely wasn't good. Well, was no, I didn't. I don't think it was a good film at all. I think I think they made really really terrible decisions in that Pet Cemetery remake that shouldn't have been done. Yeah. But um, it made its money. It didn't make it money. You know what I mean? Like the the it remake did such an obnoxiously amount of money, uh, an obnoxious amount of money for New Line. I'm amazed they didn't try to squeeze a third movie out of it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Probably. So it's safe to say that we're going to walk away from the stand? Yeah, we're walking yes. away from the stand. Yes, we are going to be like the four intrepid heroes in those cutscenes. We're going to turn around and walk away into the sunset. What's up next? The Mangler? Is it the Mangler? Or... Yeah, Actually, I think it's Shawshank Redemption. Okay. okay. I, I, I think so. I'll have to double check, but I think it's Shawshank. And by far, I can't wait for that. Love Shawshank. Classic. Yeah, I think it, uh, it could be, it could be Shawshank or the Mangler, one or the other. I mean, I mean, either way, I'm happy. (laughs) I'm happy that we are done with a stand and never have to go back to it. Yes. Yes. This was something uh, that the audience, a little behind the scenes, we debated heavily for a little while about whether or not we should even try and tackle this one, to be honest with you. But in the spirit of continuity and in the spirit of 
staying true to the timeline, Got we it. made the decision, probably the correct decision, to do this. Suffer for you. That's right. That's definitely right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's right. It's emotional. It's an emotional endeavor. It's a rough road, man. Trauma. Yeah. You know, I can't stand no more. Yeah, I mean, you first can say... First negative four George. <laughs> I, first negative four George. No, no. I think for the sheer effort and scale and scope of the project, Mick Garris deserves at least a 2.5 out of 5 George. For sure. For the yeah. effort. I give it to him, yeah. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot. I, he yeah. must have been pulling out that white hair, dude, making this film because... I can only this had to be rough. This had to be long. Like, this is like one of those things where you hear about a movie being in production for like a fucking year. Like a straight up, like, not pre, not post, not... I mean, we are on set, we are filming, and it's a year. Ugh. That's that kind of thing. This is that kind of movie. Like, that almost happened with Jaws, but that was, you know, something outside of their control with the shark and all that shit. This was probably just, we, they were just plucking at fucking dailies every day. Yeah. Trotting along, but it just was so much and it's so immense of a project that that's just how it worked. It took them a year just to get all the footage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, does anybody want to say anything in closing on the stand in its entirety? We stand and we salute the stands. No, we give the salute, the send off, and Mick and Steven. It's all good. Well done, Mick Garris. You did the best with what you had. What you had was a lot. You know, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just a lot of movie. Yeah, it's a lot of movie. Well, that was a lot of fun. If you like this episode, go check out more episodes. This is Bart Dose, part two. We'll be back with a fresh, brand new banger episode for you, either Shawshank or The Mangler soon. Um, both of those films, a little more stuff going on in those films, you know, a little more stuff, a little more exciting. But, so that being said, we'll catch you all on the next episode of The Dead Kids of Derek. Take care, guys. Take care. I'm Vicky Burroughs. I'm Natural Carter. We're all the dead kids.